0: This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks. Storyblocks makes it possible for content creators like you to bring your stories to life without sacrificing your vision due to time, budget, or resources. Head to storyblocks.com slash VGA and let them tell your story.
1: everybody, and welcome to episode 463 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Arparas, coming to you from the West Memorial Studio <laughs> of the Airwaves. Just west Wessane! If you wanted to be the just you Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash lasertime and pony up $20 for potential naming rights. Who is joining me now?
0: You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Chris Antista. Giving a little Scott Hall tribute. <laughs> oh, it, uh, was that was that your Scott Hall? That was. Shut up, man! You do Scott Hall. <laughs> I, I, I tried it earlier. and it sounded too much, like Stallone. Hey yo, who's, who's yeah? Me, what did Scott I just say? Hall. Who's what that sensing
1: Chris? No, he's supposed this to sound is, like Scarface. Is,
0: uh, hey yo, it's
2: the bad guy, Matthew Wow. All right, that's pretty. Cool. All
3: right,
1: and okay. special God, God guest, the best
3: seven out of ten you've ever played, oh. Brendan Hesse. What's up? <laughs> wow, nice. thank you. When I was a seven this. out of ten, got uh, it. 10 years
1: ago. <laughs> where where can people find your
2: stuff, Brandon?
3: Oh, man. Uh, well, all over the internet. Right now, you can find me at GameSpot doing newsy stuff. You can find oh, me at Popular Science Magazine Whoa. doing lists about the best Switch games, the best multiplayer Switch games and that the is best PC science. peripherals. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then uh, Lifehacker, which I've been at for like four years. And I have a, uh, a YouTube channel called YouTube.com slash The Crawl, where I talk about well,
4: mostly dungeon crawlers going forward, but but up until now it's just been, kind of been a scatter shot. But yeah, that's where you can find me. I like that you gave us the youtube.com slash the crawl. I appreciate you didn't put in the HTTP colon so, for the You know slash, what? There's actually, it
3: should slash. be youtube.com slash c slash the crawl because that's how they do their URLs now. So. or or just go to
4: YouTube, search for the crawl. You'll probably probably
3: pop it. Don't do that because then you'll just get the movie, The Crawl. I have really bad SEO. Like, (laughs) I I love the movie,
0: The Crawl. R.I.P. Brandon Lee. Yeah, Uh, I'm kidding. Too many R.I.P.s at the beginning really makes me William hurt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny because it's true.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's funny because he's dead. Jesus. Uh, Showstopper right there. Yeah, way to throw my
1: momentum off. Uh, Sorry. It's going to be a
0: fun week.
1: Uh, we are all still obsessed with Elden Ring, but we have taken a long enough break to play some other games and record this show and put together a top five, which uh, is, is just about licensed games you, you, you guys like licensed games, right? You know, I like, love them. I love, I love uh, totally. reading the comics about the Superman and how he beats up the bad guys. <laughs> oh, I want a video game about the Superman, but what do you mean I got to play as not even Jimmy Olsen, but some new reporter who gets Superman's powers? What the fuck is this? Uh, licensed games. Is this?
4: What, what is this?
1: Licensed games. Where you don't play as the main characters. You are either a new original character, or you are a created character. I, I think this is done mainly to just give the developers more leeway to develop the stories in ways that won't
0: rub the <laughs> license holders the wrong way. That sucks. You play as Perry White's intern. Yes, exactly. Instead of the Superman game. I, I don't
4: great. know if it's it won't rub the license holders the wrong way as much as it's way easier to get approvals from yes, the license yes, holders. Yes, this is true. It's okay. like,
1: oh, we don't... We don't care what John Smith does. Go nuts. Uh, have him yeah. kill a baby.
0: We don't care. Have him be Mel Gibson and Mary Pocahontas. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Another license. Didn't know it. I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Okay. Nothing I'm saying is going so over. So just to
4: make sure I understand the concept. So this is mm-hmm. like they're like uh, fanfic self-insertion kind of, kind of.
1: Well, you know what they did with the Resident Evil movies, where like they took established plots and characters, and then they inserted this Alice character and made her the focus right it's like yeah. that but in reverse like wow. if that happened in the resident evil games instead of the movies
0: if you're a 30 2010 listener i believe what's the resident the, evil's the, 20th anniversary is this week the, the movie's twentieth. the movie yeah
1: and and in order to keep the field a little bit narrow it, it's it can't just be stories set in these universes you have to your character has to somehow interact with the established characters. Bonus points if this story that you're playing is going on at the same time
0: as the other the real story and interweaves with it. I'm keeping enduring a lot of this. As long as the voice acting is the right voice actors from whatever right license this is, I'll usually pick up and play any of these. I believe Diana said this week on 302010 it's the twentieth anniversary of Monsters Inc. for PS2, and she's like, yeah. actually! I played the shit out of that. I love that game. That was and <laughs> Monsters, Inc.
1: Screen Team for PlayStation yeah. <laughs> 1, which I got a review wow. copy of. It was one of the, the earliest games I got
4: to review, and we played it together. And like
1: 20 yeah, years ago, and fun. the on-
0: only time Diana's chimed in with a video game pactoid. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I
4: understand this concept now. So this is like Hawkeye in The Avengers, where you're, you're just an average Joe, and you're there amongst superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Something like that. that. Hawk guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hawk guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really hoping Chris is going to pull out his MASH Hawkeye impersonation. Come on. Let's give him. him. Uh, I would do it, but it's too tremendous for the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It's far too (laughs) tremendous. It's amazing. Uh, Anyway, let's just get into this top five right after this.
0: If you're a content creator like the good folks here at Laser Time, you know how inefficient and demanding the creative process can be. Sometimes you just want a huge library of content to pull from and you need that perfect clip, image, sound or piece of music. Well, good news. Storyblocks is here to help creators like you bring all your stories to life without sacrificing your vision due to time, budget or resources. Storyblocks gives you access to a huge demand-driven library of 4K or HD footage, After Effects and Premiere Pro templates, music, images, sound effects and more to give you everything you need to bring your stories to life. Assets are royalty-free, so you can use your downloaded content anywhere for commercial and personal use. Their unlimited all-access plan gives you unlimited downloads from over 1 million assets in their library, including things like the background music you're hearing in this very ad right now. So whether you're a seasoned content creator or someone just dabbling with your first YouTube or Twitch channel, Storyblocks offers a selection of flexible subscriptions that fit every budget and scale to give you all the content and tools you need to focus on what's important to you, creating. So what are you waiting for? Get started today at storyblocks.com slash VGA. That's storyblocks.com slash VGA. And we're back to talk about what?
4: Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye. guy,
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> licensed games. I play maybe. MASH for Atari, it's amazing. You're, you're I- insertion
4: character. characters and in licensed games. But I don't... I, yeah. I, uh, you look forward to see. Pe- what you people will get it. the the
1: concept as we go through. I man, you think
0: you're hard, bad at SEO, Brendan? Oh man, just <laughs> the worst. Yeah. You're right. We're gonna take insertion characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: gonna rename my channel to that. Inter- yeah. Insert characters. your character. my uh, only
0: insertion char- character I know is eight equals 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 capital D. <laughs>
4: I keep it manageable. I think there's probably some websites that already own the SEO for insertion in characters in the search phase, just saying.
1: Yeah, I promise we'll talk about Stranger of Paradise eventually, but before (laughs) then...
2: Number five! You're a punk, big pussy bastard kid! You ain't nobody! I'm Joey LaRocca. Hear that? Joey LaRocca. The last name you're ever gonna hear. Yes,
1: Joey LaRocca, beloved character from what
0: game? <laughs> the Sopranos, Road to Respect.
2: Yeah. With oh! No oh! So, yes, on, jo- guy. Joey
1: LaRocca
0: is Big Pussy's
1: bastard kid, and you're introduced to him when he's, uh, he's unshaven and stealing a purse from a car that is parked right outside of
2: Tony's Deli. Look at you, a fucking street punk, snatching purses from old ladies. Christ, pussy was here to see this shit. Well, he ain't here. And fuck him anyway. I got news for you, Joey. There's more than one way to shame your family. Whatever else he was, pussy was a good father, and he would have hated seeing you like this. (laughs) He'd be as pissed as me. I'm sorry, Tony. It's just... If you need money or something, you should have come to me. Go home. Go acting like a fucking delinquent, and maybe we can find something for you to do. No kidding? You do that? Go out the back way. Now. Forget the fucking purse, you moron. Go! (laughs)
0: All right. I bet he threw cash like right at his chest. Get the fuck out of here! Mm. Love when Tony does. <laughs> I mean
2: that.
4: that. I I would say that has to be James Gandolfini, but there's not yeah, enough heavy breathing
0: is. through his nose. You,
4: you know, to do, truly do the Tony, it's like, now get the fuck out of here! I mean, it was all down. All of the doing,
1: principal actors from the show are listed in the credits Love for it. this okay. game. I was yeah, I was yeah, going to was... ask
3: because I was surprised. Like that sounds like James Gandolfini. It sounds yeah. like everyone.
0: That's because like I'm hearing a lot of people have discovered The Sopranos like after this game came out and I did a laser time based solely on finishing a Sopranos rewatch and remembering that there's a James Gandolfini performance is we'll never get a sequel and we'll never we'll get a prequel but we'll ne- we'll never get a follow up to The Sopranos and there's one episode Sopranos fans might have missed and it's in Road to Respect and the voice acting is pretty decent and, and Gandolfini's pretty great in it I mean like we've this, this was an era where a lot of people may have phoned it in uh, actors could phone in a voice acting performance, but he didn't. It's no, fucking awesome. No, he
1: he fucking committed to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, video game ass premise. It's like, oh, all right, I'll I'll find you a job. Uh, here's ten thousand dollars. Go assassinate the mayor. No, you don't actually get <laughs> to do that. Um, you you get a job as a low level flunky working at the bottom Bing and getting sandwiches for everybody. But before that, you have to do exciting, glamorous things like ask the DJ to change the song because it's getting on the stripper's nerves.
2: Hey, foul Joey, how's it going? Can't complain. Listen, Nikki, you gotta mix it up a little. The girls are getting pissy. So, what's new? Tell them the fuck off. I don't take no requests, all right? Then consider it an order, asswipe. Change it. Okay, maybe this'll shut them up. Now this I can dance to. Wanna watch? No,
1: I
0: usually charge big time for this.
1: Okay, I just want to point out the song that they they switched from Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue to The Crab Louse by Lords of Acid, which is a song more or less educational about what pubic lice do. And that is the absolute <laughs> last thing anyone wants to think about while a stripper is grinding on them.
4: Plus, I, <laughs> "Girls, Girls, Girls" is the ultimate stripper song. Like it is, that is the thing when
0: you think of. Like I mean, it is a song about strippers. Yes, I yeah. think the the latter was in the show. I'm, I'm not really? sure about "Girls, Girls, Girls." That girls.
1: would explain why they had, the, you know, maybe the license extended. Like, oh, we I have mean, this, this library of songs that we can use on the show.
0: It's only a handful, but there's there's at least five episodes of Sopranos that just fade out on a strip like a stripper
4: <laughs> one of my favorite things on uh, like facebook videos i i'm i'm subscribed to all these channels like there's like a Satriels channel and stuff where it's all just yeah. you know sopranos clips but every time they're in the bottom bing it's just them and then a completely blurred background you're
0: like oh yeah there were naked <laughs> girls back there in the show <laughs> you mean like your zoom right now yes exactly
3: <laughs> so as someone i i wasn't allowed to stay up late long enough to watch the Sopranos. so i've never seen the show what? Other than like three episodes when my when my wife was watching it like two years ago, uh, so wife. where in the uh, rewatch should I play this game? Like Nowhere. like wh- where is where in the okay it's it's it not it doesn't
0: tie in at all really. Well, oh, okay. it
4: comes after Pussy's Dead,
0: right? It's... Yeah, So like technically after the second, <laughs> the end of the second yeah. season. Although gotcha. uh,
1: they do get that is it Vincent Pastore, the, the yes. actor who played Big Pussy, he shows up as a ghost usually in reflections and talks to Wait, Joey what? periodically.
0: <laughs> Green
1: here.
2: Everybody's newest wise guy in a week. But all it took was wasting his best friend. What's your fucking point? Dude, were you just talking to yourself?
1: That is uh, AJ, AJ. Uh, talking at the end there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Is yeah. he actually a ghost? Uh, well, you know, as much as anything in Sopranos he's like, he's, is a ghost, it's like a
0: green the goblin in Spider Man movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, okay, uh, so, like, so like, on
4: the show itself, he would show up in dream sequences
0: after. I know, see, a figment yeah, of yeah, imagination. Okay. The thing of Will- Willem Dafoe. Hello, Peter. <laughs> I think of him all the time. <laughs>
3: I thought maybe
1: Spider Man could help me.
0: Is that what you thought, Peter? I can't do a good Willem Defoe, but I'm working on you it. You
4: know I'm something of a mob boss myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this game, you know, they could have turned it into a like a Grand Theft Auto style game. The reality was much less ambitious. Yeah. Like every chapter of the game is kind of Just structured around like some task that you as a flunky have to perform and then you beat someone up and it's like a very limited brawler in a small space with just like a couple of enemies at a time. Or you go around and you talk to people and then you can like decide to be like tough or smooth or neutral to get what you want with varying results. But um, I just want to point out that that DJ voice, I'm not a 100% sure. I'm pretty, I think that was uh, Uncharted's Nolan North, who also does a couple of (laughs) other characters throughout the game.
2: I don't remember the name LaRocca on my invite list. Hello, Jamie. I'm looking for Reggie. I thought he was upstairs blowing you
1: in the honeymoon suite. Not his best delivery there. But, uh, He's up there
4: with Vito in yeah. the honeymoon suite
1: Also, uh, Rob Paulson oh. is in this And I want you to imagine Yako, Yako Warner saying these lines Five grand, here it
2: is The price just went up It's seven. Oh, oh, I see why I'm here You got a problem, asshole? Hey, it's your blow, but a deal's a deal Keep your mouth shut Or what, you'll fuck with us some more? Please, let's settle this like businessmen Too late for that, mofo that Shout was totally
3: to, uh, insane-y.
1: Shout out to <laughs> Ash
2: Paulson, his son. He's, uh, he's
0: a good guy. Totally <laughs> insane-y. Uh, I wish that hadn't happened. <laughs> the Sopranos I, <laughs> game or Rob Paulson being just, in it? I love Rob Paulson, but this, that's not mm. the best place for him. He's we, getting to show his range. I, I suppose, but you could have just got. It sounds like Max Casella just fell into his Daxter in the middle of Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. Mm, too cartoony. Don't like. Yeah. Really don't like. Uh,
1: yeah. this is, I mean, this is, a, a, it's odd an unchoice to include a game that we don't really like in a top five, but, like, how do you not talk about I,
0: this? I intend to play the hell out of this at some point, because I, at, when I had my surgery last, like, late last year, I recovered by watching almost all of Sopranos, and wow. I... I've been on a couple of Sopranos podcasts talking terrific television to talk about it. I love that show. I'm still not tired of it. I could watch it again right now. This is is one of those things that, like, even though it was generally regarded as bad... I would play through because I love
4: Sopranos so much. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's more Sopranos. Yes. Like, you I, know. Don't, I
1: don't even know that I'd really describe it as bad, actually. Like, it's it's okay. Like, it's, it's a brawler. It doesn't have a very ambitious scope, but, you know, whatever. I'm pretty it's sure the reviews yeah. regarded it as bad at the if time. Re-
0: like. It reviewed poorly at the time, but, mm. like, if you just think of it now, like, little mini-games to unlock, exclusive Sopranos clips, and the polygonal representations of these characters are horrible. (laughs) It does not look good at all.
1: There's also a bit with uh, like in the strip club at the beginning you can wander around and like Vito is there getting a lap dance from a stripper that moves in perfect sync with the stripper that's grinding against the couch next to his. (laughs) Right. Uh, And and then you like walk up to him and he's like hey Joey how come you don't got a wife? Don't you like girls? And it's
0: like oh knowing what we know about this character. That's That's incredible. I, I don't think that was that was the groundwork had not been laid for no, that. No,
1: I don't think so. So it's like, oh, this is this is weird, and uh, you know,
4: is also quick, foreshadowing. Quick, Vito segue. He made an appearance in like an early Sopranos episode where he yes. wasn't Vito, right, Chris? He was something he like was that. In yeah. the shop when Christopher shot that
0: dude in, in like yes, the, the and then bakery. like the season he begins to be, he gets bumped up. He. he in story and in real life, lost like a billion pounds, and right. I think he his when he comes on like the fourth season, fifth season, he's pulling his pants out, Jared style, not a, not the best reference. Hmm. Uh, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, he lost a ton of weight, but he's in the first season, I believe, is a different character. Or he's just not named.
4: He's he's like not named. He's the guy that Christopher's like, get out of here,
0: and, yeah. th-
4: and then he shoots the baker,
0: the, the bakery. Yes.
4: <laughs> anyway. Do I look like a fucking asshole to you? Yeah. That. Why do you yeah. talk to me like you, that? You get to
1: you get to fight alongside Vito too, and uh, yeah, he's, hell yeah! Like the way that they animate his arms is not very flattering. It's, it's like if if arms could oh, waddle, goodness. that's what they'd be doing.
4: I mean, in real life, did you see the actor? It yeah, wasn't very yeah. flattering.
1: He lost a lot
0: of weight very quickly. Mm. He's bound to have lunch lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, Sopranos Road to Respect is kind of an oddity, as is this, but I, I think it has a bit more staying power. Number four. Captain, I've established
2: contact with the rebel outpost on Hoth. This is Dash Rendar. Tell the princess I've got that shipment of assault blasters she's been waiting for. Copy, Outrider. We've been expecting you. You are clear to land at
4: base three.
1: Oh, what is this?
4: Oh, yes, Shadows of the Empire. Right? Yes,
1: the multimedia event Shadows of the Empire.
4: Extravaganza. Uh,
1: if you're wondering why these cutscenes are voiced, it's because they came from the PC version, which was released sometime after the uh, N64 version. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. And it gives you uh, Dash Rendar, who is voiced, and drops a hell of a lot of names all the time.
2: I just found out the Empire is about to ruin our day. Han Solo told me that Imperial Walkers have been spotted on the East Ridge. I'm gonna jump into a speeder and help Rogue Group slow them down.
1: Yes, Han Solo, our friend that I always refer to by his full name. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just say you know Han. Yeah, we you know Han. Uh, yeah, this was this was an N64 launch game originally, right? Which launch, yeah, might have to do have something to do with the fact that it's still kind of recognizable.
0: Like it's not one of the best well, Star Wars games. Well, it was. Um I, we were—I t- forget what podcast we talked about on. And Brett had a better example, uh, handle on it because he was like working at a Toys R Us. But it was like, I, I love saying—I say it on sick of Star Wars. When I was six, I remember Star Wars was over and people had dumped action figures into the YMCA sandbox, and oh, yeah. like it was just over and no one was talking about it. And then like a few years later, like, dude, Star Wars is this shit. And, like, yeah, I saw that movie once. What's the big deal? And then it became a huge deal again. And George Lucas wouldn't make any more movies. But, sh- but the thing he did in 96 was the Shadows of the Empire launch. It was alongside the relaunch of, of the classic action figures. But Shadows of the Empire was like a comic and a game and a series of novels. And it was just like the biggest thing to come out of Star Wars since the movies. Yeah, And so I think yeah. that's why it holds a place in people's heart. Because it, it's like I'm, my childhood doesn't really involve Star Wars because I was too young. Uh, but I remember this period of '96 when Shadows of the Empire was on, like in every magazine. Yeah, yeah. This it was. was it was... to
4: me that when they did the reboot, all this stuff became what is it, legends or whatever. But mm-hmm. at this right. point, there's so much Star Wars content, they are starting to mine the legends for they... stuff and borrow. Have
0: you not seen the the Disney Plus shows? All of those legends people <laughs> are showing up. Mm. And yep. And they got. Yep. Yeah. I I forget if Filoni's cartoons are can legend or not, but it doesn't matter because like. Those cartoons are bringing in all the uncanonized people, Thrawn, and all that shit. Uh, they're taking, they're cherry picking the best stories, I believe, as far as I've read, and I used to read too much about Star Wars all the time. Um, That's why he's sick of it. Yes, a little bit, actually, still.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, this was like one of the biggest things for me growing up. So, uh,. Maybe. Uh yeah, I was uh, Four. my first my family's first console was the N64. Oh, wow. So this was the first Star Wars non movie thing that I experienced and it blew my mind. I, I the the level where you're fighting Boba Fett, I, I I thought it was just the coolest thing, you yeah. know, oh my god, I, I'm fighting against Boba Fett. Um yeah, this this game was really um it has like it's a, it's the kind of thing where it's like you don't think about it very often and then you remember mm-hmm. it and you remember exactly where you were the first time you yeah. play it. And and it's funny because about six months ago I moved to a new house and I'm down the street from the Hollywood video or what used to be the Hollywood video that mm-hmm. I rented this game from over and over and over again. And whenever I walk my dog, I walk past it. And it's the first thing I think of every single time yeah. is this game.
0: I, I think of the game and I can like smell Sears. Yeah. And the, the flyer they had... And like God damn it, Mom! I need that N sixty four. I think uh, really it, it put me over the fence on the N sixty four. This was also
1: like the game that gave us the first three D hoth level, which then yeah. became a staple right. in like every Star Wars game going forward for the rest mm-hmm. of the nineties. Like ten years yeah, later,
0: mean, we were begging them to stop.
1: Rogue Squadrons was way better, but this yes. one was still really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I can't, can't, can't really complain about it. Uh, I am happy that the PC version exists, if for no other reason than that after after twenty something years. I finally know how to correctly
2: pronounce the bad guy's name. Your meeting with the Emperor went well as planned, Prince Shizor? Of course. I promised 300 ships for His Majesty's construction project on Endor. I bowed and scraped to every one of Lord Vader's demands. They couldn't have found a more amenable business partner. Or a more dangerous enemy. You've informed Jabba's bounty hunters that Lord Vader's order to capture Luke Skywalker alive has now been changed? Yes, and no one will know that the new order to kill Skywalker came from you. Excellent.
1: Yeah, lots lots more name dropping <laughs> throughout that makes this. Sense gotta, a you know, got gotta, it's like they're being paid for every time they drop a, an established character's <laughs> name. Uh, even, even, uh, You get to fight IG-88 at one point, even he's no exception.
2: I've been monitoring you, Captain Render. You were correct to assume that following me would lead you to Boba Fett, but you are mistaken to believe you will claim the rebel's reward for his location. You are outmatched. Sounds like you got your wires crossed, IG-88.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you're a fucking Dalek. Who just decided on that voice? Do you think
3: it's because the, all the name-dropping is because none of those main characters are in this directly? I, yeah, I think mm. so. It's, it's, and it's to be like, hey, well, don't worry, everybody. That, They're
1: still here. That is not entirely true. Dash, what are you doing here?
3: Princess Leia asked me to watch your back,
2: Luke. Good thing she did. Because while I was sniffing around in Moss Eisley, I overheard that gang talking. They worked for Jabba the Hutt, and they had orders to kill you. But something's
1: not right. Yeah, my voice is a little off. Yeah, <laughs> way, is that, yeah.
0: like, Baby Yoda all grown up? Who the mm, fuck was that right, supposed yeah. to be? Well, yeah, it's no, it's, to it's
3: Kyle Katarn, actually. Mm, uh, he's another wow. guy from the extended Yeah, Kyle universe Katarn is a,
1: is a good one. like, I, I I settled on Dash Rendar in this game because, like, this seems more... Like, this was an attempt to create, like, a legitimate Star Wars interquel. Like, we're not going to make a movie... Yeah. But we're yeah. going to do
0: everything else, everything except a movie. Which I can't tell—is that brilliant or cynical from George Lucas's perspective? Because, like, ultimately, we're making the movies to sell these things anyway. Why don't we just make the things? What if and not the we? Yeah. Movie? What if we just made the merchandising? Made the merch. Because <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, movie's it, it a loss a little, leader. They took it a little more seriously than that. Not that I don't know. It, Brendan, did Shadow of the Empire hold up well in your eyes? Have you, do you, have you played it at any time I, recently? The,
3: I mean, I went back a couple times throughout the years. I don't think I played it in over, like, 10, maybe 15 years. And I don't think it holds up, like, from what I remember. And I certainly... Like, the one thing that I do remember from that game is a lot of the sound effects, and there's a there's a loop of of a certain, like, sound, a certain uh, a musical stinger, mm-hmm. where uh, every time I hear it in the movies... I just immediately think of this It's like a, a one minute loop of one song. And it's, it's, uh, uh, it's grating. But, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. I think, I think what this represents is cooler than, than what the game actually is. What it is. is. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, but like, I, I didn't get to experience all of it from, but when you, if you have not been to this character's wiki, because apparently he's still canon, but like, uh, but, like, none of his story, biography, or appearances are. Right. Like, the like, character he exists. exists in, in the exactly. current Star Wars universe, but, mm-hmm. like, I remember, like, we we were playing, like, a PSP-exclusive multiplayer Rogue Squ- Renegade Squadron. Was that what it was called? Were you there, Michael? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think Dash is either in that, he's, like, in that game, uh, I think. He's, he's in other games huh. that are beyond Shadows of the Empire. He makes tons of appearances in the Star Wars universe after this. Mm-hmm. It's well, not it's just cool. this.
1: In the N sixty four version, which has like just static cutscenes with like pictures and text, like I, I saw a picture from that earlier today, and it's like I, they they pretty clearly use Kevin Costner as a reference for him. Uh, <laughs> like, that's what they were going for with Dash Rendar. Who, by the way, I also realized like every other character in Star Wars is wearing like variations on normal clothes or at least the main characters like Han and Leia and Luke. Like, Han wears a jacket and it, it's just like this is a believable thing a smuggler would wear. Dash Rendar wears like some sort of weird
0: armor. Uh, it, like, yeah, it looks like if, if you made a football pad out of armadillo.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no one else dresses like this. It's just you. Oh. No. Oh, well. Not. No,
0: but I, not I would, I would bet that this dude has to show up because watching people flip out online over Clone Wars people showing up in the goddamn Boba Fett and mm-hmm. Mandalorian shows means... Uh, the, the, I mean, I'm delighted for, on your behalf, it's just I generally don't know who those characters are uh, usually, especially when they're blue, and mm-hmm. in the most recent season, Mandalorian <laughs> season 2.7, I don't know, what, what are we calling Boba Fett show? It's just <laughs> the book of Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett. That is exactly I what I remember that from that stuff. show.
1: It's sort of a new Mandalorian season, and it's mostly a spinoff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Ken Ken Bain in them.
1: that like it's like oh you're you're just channeling Lee Van Cleef in good the bad and the ugly here like that's what this character is he's pl-
0: he's, he's he's voiced by the same guy hmm. uh who I think was always trying to play that type of character mm-hmm. but his hats yeah definitely gives you Lee Van Cleef yeah. good yeah. the bad and the ugly I just
4: him. realized the book of Boba Fett is sort of the Ewoks the Battle for Endor of uh, of our time right oh, now I, like, I, it's I a mean, that's that's spin off
0: that's why I was going to say this was so exciting, is because uh, Battle for Endor, I'm sure, like, a couple of those characters, maybe Burl Ives is, like, thrown in some novel somewhere, but, like, before Shadows of the Empire, you only had, like, the fucking Ewoks cartoons, mm. and, and the there, there wasn't special. really, yeah, there weren't new Star Wars things other than in comics and novels, so, and I wasn't reading very much, <laughs> so this mattered a lot to me at the time.
1: Yeah, Star Wars was very much passe by the late 80s, so... And I, I remember, I, I think the first glimmer that I, I had that it was coming back was... Uh, it it might have been the, the Timothy Zahn novels, and, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, Dark Empire, and all of a sudden, it's, like, finding out, like, oh, yeah, the comic shop is selling Star Wars figures for, like, big money, and, I, like, I took up, like, got all my old Star Wars figures and, like, put them in a bag and took them, and I was like, oh, what do you give me for these, like... Uh, I'd give you like a couple bucks, maybe, because like we sell like mint on card action figures. Yeah. <laughs> we don't just sell your old no, toys.
0: No. Oh, thank you. This store only specializes in loose, dirty Star Wars action <laughs> exactly. figures. Oh well, I'm this comic point, book guy. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it, this seventy-five dollars because of the caked-on sandbox residue.
0: Uh, your Evansley's bagano has no legs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> your dog clearly peed on this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before he chewed on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Shadows of the Empire, if, if you want to, if you're like, that's not good, uh, Jedi Knight or one of the Kyle Katarn games should be in here, feel free to substitute. In the meantime, let's move on to...
2: Number three! There was nothing more important to a man than his family. These men, these men of honor, they too are my family. La Familia Corleone, I now invite you to be reborn as one of us. Yes, Godfather.
1: Uh, He says the title, he wins the prize. (laughs) And in
0: terms of Italian holidays, I do have to mention, Godfather turns 50 this week. Wow. And uh, and, uh, I'm celebrating my 42nd anniversary. When you're when this episode is out, so those are the two biggest Italian holidays we have. Now that the fucking liberals took Columbus Day away from us. Oh, I saw that episode of Sopranos. <laughs>
1: That was a fun episode.
0: Mm. Oh, I'd lo- I I love watching Sopranos and really realizing how reactionary fucking January Six, all those assholes would have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but <laughs> then I every... love
4: that the one actual Italian Florio is like Columbus, fuck Columbus, and, like fuck spits Columbus. on the sidewalk. <laughs> I fucking hate like, the what? north. <laughs> <laughs> Look down upon us. Oh. Yeah. But it, oh man, The
1: Godfather, the game was such an oddity. Uh, I, I remember, like, there was a huge knee-jerk angry reaction against it because it's like, this has nothing to do, like, what, what is this? Making this cheapens the film. Coppola is against it. Somehow they got, like, pretty much everyone except for, um, Pacino. Al Pacino to come back for it. Like, they got James Caan. They got, what's his name, played Pagan. Du- uh, Duval. Yeah, Robert Duvall. Duval. They got fucking, Abe vagoda and and they even <laughs> recorded some lines with Brando but apparently those were unusable so they ended up using it and yeah, and he then he ma- died and he was he dead before the game came out yes okay I believe so but yeah they they managed to get him to record some lines but like uh they they weren't good so they used a sound like but I've also heard some of those lines might be actually his but it's not clear where where they are but the the game itself was actually a pretty fun. GTA style game set in 1940s New York City, uh, that for whatever reason brought over the the melee system, like the the punching system from like the Fight Night games, where what? you like lock onto oh, right. an enemy and you use the thumbsticks. Like each one is your arm, so you can like hook them around and you know punch someone in the side yeah, of the head. So you know what it's like to really tool a guy up. Yeah, yeah, you. You you grab them and you like push in the sticks and you can strangle them and then there's like a, a rumble heartbeat that you feel as <laughs> oh you strangle them that gradually slows down, um, and it and it, it it's really like it, it tries not to cheapen the movie by telling a story that runs in parallel with it where it's it's like a Rosenkrantz and Guildenstern style game where like mm-hmm. the things that you are playing are mostly things that are imagined to happen off screen during yeah, The, the Godfather. Between. Like, they, they order someone to do something, and then you are the thug who goes and does that thing. Uh, and and in the meantime, you also have, like, your own little plot line with these characters that have nothing to do with the movie. That Like, oh, I, I want to be made, but I never will because I'm Irish. And uh, <laughs> not like you. You're Italian Aldo Trapani, alias The Player. Trace
0: your, gotta trace your family all the way back to the old country. Real mm-hmm. Guinea shit. But he does he
4: does stuff that's like really important in the movie, like he plants Michael's gun
1: for that one scene. I have I have that cup actually.
2: Louis Restaurant. It's perfect for us, Pete. They got an old-fashioned toilet. You know, the box and the and the chain thing. We might be able to take the gun behind it. Nay, I want somebody good. And I'm talking very good to plant that gun. I don't want my brother walking out of that toilet with just his dick in his hands. All right? The gun will be there. I need you to take this over to Louis' restaurant and hide it behind the toilet. You can count on me.
1: Also, your character is, like, just in the other room while they're having this dinner I mean, and
0: discussing no, this. Get me the guy that's the best with gorilla tape. Mm-hmm. I want the best guy to tape a gun. <laughs>
4: I never understood why that was such a big deal. I'm like, are people just checking behind toilets and public toilets that I'm not knowing about? Like, no.
1: I mean, wow. most
0: Catholics Italian restaurants really did, have guns but... behind the toilet.
1: I mean, eventually a janitor is going to come through. Maybe he won't check behind a tank. An
0: Italian know. janitor who has respect. No tea. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: Uh, but yeah, Drop it, the gun, take the toilet cleaner, yeah, Italian yeah. janitor guy. Also, like I said, they
1: didn't get Al Pacino, which is not to say they didn't include Michael Corleone. Mm-hmm. He just looks nothing like Pacino and sounds exactly like this.
2: We made it. I'm going to be gone for a while, so, so keep your head down. And, uh, thanks. You're safe. I won't forget it. You can count on that. Sonny will help you out
1: until I return. You're my favorite now. I love you, Aldo Trapani, <laughs> alias the player.
4: To be fair, Al Pacino no longer looks anything like Michael Corleone. Doesn't sound like him
0: either. It doesn't <laughs> sound like him at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what it? Sam calls him Big Daddy Pacino? Like, that's the one we've experienced the last, like, 25 years. <laughs> oh, yeah! Well, I think,
1: I think, I, I read somewhere that, like, yeah, it's because he got an Oscar nomination for Scent of a Woman, so he's like, oh, that's what people wanna hear! Yeah, people want to hear
0: me yell, muchacho. Mm-hmm. G- <laughs> Gunfingers <laughs> for everybody.
4: You because Michael you, is like the calm one. He's the most <laughs> yeah. subdued I, in yeah. those movies. I, when yeah.
1: I I saw The Godfather like late in my twenties, and I was shocked because like I, that's not Al Pacino. He's yeah. quiet. Yeah, he's when you subdued. see him in Dog
0: Day Afternoon or like one of those, just any movie from the seventies. Yeah, you know, he's kind of talks like this, a little quiet, little little reserved, yeah. uh, more way more like De Niro. Right. At the time, yeah, yeah. Than Pacino, you know him as now.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I never get little tired bit. of saying right. yeah. <laughs> 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 a little bit, <laughs> a little bit,
0: a little bit. That's my De Niro. A little bit.
2: But, oh, God.
1: but there, there's one line I also like to play from the the character's storyline that runs separate from the movie. Uh, and I, I, I'm sorry. I know I've played this before. I'm obligated to play it again here.
2: Listen, um, thanks. There's nothing I hate more than playing the damsel in distress, but I appreciate what you did. I guess I better go in. Uh, hey. Yeah? I was thinking, maybe we should, you know. No. No. We really shouldn't. But we will.
1: I just love that line. We shouldn't, but we will. But we will. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I love I, that. I, soundtrack, I never get by tired. Way. I never get tired of saying like showing how pop culture has shifted. When this game came out, I heard, I heard Godfather spoken about at least like twice a week, and I saw parodies of it on television every time I watched something that was funny. And the last ten years, that has all gone away. Like whatever fandom for Godfather is like, feels like it's drying up or dying.
4: <laughs> it's probably dying. It's, it's yeah. An old movie.
0: I, I mean. It's it's those people aren't on the internet. That's I think that's the reality. But it, oh, they're on the show... internet.
4: They're
1: just absorbed in Facebook. Yeah, they're posting yeah. racist yes. memes. Yes,
0: they're uh yeah they they're experts in no fly zones mm-hmm. and vaccines. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure and... there are there are yeah
4: versions of the Godfather poster with Trump's face instead of no. There are but like
0: there. remember when we were ke- we were teenagers like people had Godfather posters in their houses. Or in their in their dorm room. College people had yeah. In their dorm when rooms. I was in yeah, college, yeah. I mean, same thing. Yeah, it's
4: it's like Scarface. Like mm-hmm. I I do think that movie kind of churns through fandoms of like you know you had a certain age and you're like oh you got to see the Godfather now. You're like, I, it's
0: it's so weird. Like I like it, but like I should never say this. I I, I don't know. I, I I like I feel like I can't slam the Godfather, although sometimes I want to. Mm. Uh, I don't oh. hate it. Really, it's just not in my rotation never it's has one been. of my favorite movies of all time it is one
4: of those i'm such a cliche dude if it is playing on tv like tbs or something i will stop what i'm doing that day mm-hmm. and sit down and watch the rest of the movie no matter where i pick up just remembering
0: just
1: peter griffin saying it insists on itself <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> yeah i used to i used to watch it like uh twice a year and and just it's been a minute I, HBO could not load the, def, the definitive six hour cut when I tried to watch it wow. so that was the last time I attempted to the where they cut one and two together oh, damn. Yeah. But I, I'm, thinking, I'm just trying to make sense out of EA adapting a game for a movie that came out in 1974 I mean, that is my hot
4: take is, I know generally the second film is regarded as a better one yeah. I don't care for it as much as as the first one, but they they I mean, did make a, se- a second yeah. game. They I really a, don't yeah. care
1: for the second game as much as yeah. I did the yeah. first one because they, they they introduce a new character. Uh, they they say like, oh, Aldo Trapani is like you know runs operations in New York, and he dies in Cuba in the first five minutes mm. of the game. <laughs> and then like I was thinking like, oh, you could you could pattern it after the movie where you're going back and forth in time. Like, nah, we're not going to do that. You're just going to be running things in Florida. Like that sucks. I'm sorry. He, I'm gonna, he I'm dies with in you.
3: Cuba, like me, Scott Hall, the like, guy who gonna, was so yeah. cool. You're we gonna let him
1: have a bad Cuban accent? Yeah, you're gonna focus the whole game on the less interesting part of the movie, which yeah. is the modern day stuff.
3: Yeah, that that's definitely the less. That's how I feel about it too. Like when I yeah. when I want to watch The Godfather, I will watch the, the six hour cut where it's yeah. you know re-spliced together with the. Was it, it's, it's De Niro's part, then it's one, and then it's the, the modern day of two, right? Oh, is that that's how they did it? I, oh, I never oh, watched cool. it. That's how I've seen it. I, I don't okay. know if that's the same cut that you were, ah, but, you, you like were it's talking about. i the same modern
1: day, but I think it's still set in like the sixties. Well, mo- modern, I guess
3: in, in that movie's context, right? Like, right. Like, it's, it's the sixties versus like, was it the twenties or thirties? Um, in, but isn't in, the
4: whole yeah. premise of two, you're supposed to compare and contrast, like, oh, look at this is just time playing yeah. out again, you know? I, with prob- a new probably. Probably.
3: It's probably cool. what what the what the point is, but th- there is a cut that exists of all of, of, of the first two movies that that is that. This is another yeah. one of those games though that like unlocks a core memory because this was right around the time I was like fifteen or sixteen when this game came out, and I was right around the time where I was like, I'm gonna write about video games for a living. So I was watching X Play yeah. all the time, and one of the things I remember very clearly was during the X Play review, they were upset by how you had to follow the the traffic laws. In the game, <laughs> oh, as opposed that was to mafia. GTA yeah, that was Mafia. That was oh, mafia. was it Mafia? But, well, yeah, but uh, first Mafia. Excuse me, confusion? but still totally understandable. Yeah. Same way. thing, same difference, right? Like it's just like these games. Like it, this was huge back then. Like, I, I think they
4: came out around the same time, and I probably I did thinking like, why did they do that? Like
3: why? But, like mean, that's what I
0: remember. They like, want to say goodbye to GTA. The, the it, was, it was it was like making Rock Band Beatles to compare to GTA's Guitar Hero. Okay, like if we get the best Mafia license to make our Mafia game, we should be able to beat gta and i think the only reason it got a sequel is because ea probably paid out the fucking nose for that license but it was like three years later too right it was it was like it was was a slightly different type of game i don't know i know i know it put me and michael on a yacht yeah i remember that that
1: was fun (laughs) like we we got to spend like a couple hours on a yacht where they did not have a build of the game to show instead they're like we put together we made a card game based on the strategy of uh trying to hold territory and running the city and Whoa, like I have this vague is, memories of that. This is basically how we prototyped it for the game, and this is all we have for you to play right now.
0: Man, those were the days of games journalology. Holy I shit. I was gonna
3: say it's a lot different these days.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. what it, they gave us a bottle of um Cristal. Cristal, yeah, that we then opened and drank warm on our old show. Yes, <laughs> and had uncharitable. And I only to remember you it.
0: described it as a really small dog peed in a small pocket of popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> it was a buttery taste to a champagne. It, 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 it was. Strange. It's a
1: buttery little champagne.
4: Uh, Anyone anyway. knows? There's nothing mafia guys love more than Cristal champagne. When mm-hmm. I think Italian mobsters, I think Cristal.
0: Yeah. We, we had we had to have a discussion, I think, about the ethicality of accepting that drink, and I think it was just accepted like, well, if everybody drinks it, mm-hmm. uh, and, then and we turn not it into content. Bribed. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to number two. I believe we're only on number two. My God. Sorry.
2: We got a glimpse of the other world, Jock. It ain't pretty. It's like Brooklyn and the Bronx with no Queens in the middle.
0: Whole city blocks sinking into a fifth-dimensional abyss. Cockroaches the size of polo ponies. Panic in the streets. How'd
2: you like disco to come back? Bigger than ever. I get it. We're in trouble.
1: i Brian Doyle Murray. You're too good. It's my friend
4: Ryan French, the rookie in the Ghostbusters game. This is true.
1: So yeah, the Ghostbusters game, like there were Ghostbusters games in the past. This was the first to cast you explicitly as not a member of the Ghostbusters. You are just some temp that they hire to help out and test to, out. To the To be new honest,
0: I I hope all the I played all of those Ghostbusters games. They're all pretty terrible, and I hope they get a cowabunga collection. Mm. I really would love to oh, see man, all like love that. all of those because I love all uh, just. The chiptune approximation. The end of the Ghostbusters two just uses that Jackie Thomas song, and I am sure nobody got paid.
3: Your love
0: taken. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, but th- this is even better because this is the best Ghostbusters game and the best Ghostbusters three you'll ever get. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's the yeah. closest that, like, not not counting Afterlife. Um, I mean, Afterlife. It's not Ghostbusters three. Uh, yeah, it's, but but well, it's it's actually it's not even three. It's retconned two. If you think about it,
0: I just ignored two.
1: Hmm. Well, so did so did Ghostbusters Afterlife. So
0: but no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they both Ghostbusters. The game didn't ignore it. You got Vigo no, no. and Vigo in there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Vigo. No, this this does follow that canon. Like Ghostbusters One, Ghostbusters Two are real, and uh, and then this follows on that. In I think it, the nineties, go- the
0: Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I really liked, by the way. Mm-hmm. And the only parts I did not like were the nostalgic parts the Spielberg still, parts as i call it still them. not huh the Spielberg parts like that no. movie
4: felt like a Spielberg movie mixed with a Ghostbusters. no
0: i loved i loved all like everything with the kids and the the farm and the town and the second they have to go back and lean on like come on you guys know <laughs> you guys, you know the old cast is in there i am trying Can not to spoil spoilers? the movie if you, you haven't I seen you. it okay. but uh but like yeah like i, I just thought that was pandering and oh, last be jedi best. notes and i fucking hated that aspect of it but I loved it as a, a new version of Ghostbusters. I thought it was great. I can honestly but, say though, the this
4: game, I think it's the last time Bill Murray didn't phone it in for a Ghostbusters. He
1: still like yeah. he, phoned
0: it in a little bit yeah. in parts. <laughs> well, like his delivery—that's well, his job. Is, Va- Venkman, is Venkman talks like that. He doesn't. If he yells. It's sort of like this. It's like not... He's never really scared or acting. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he... he's cool. Ray, yeah, he's a cool guy.
1: I'm reading my lines.
0: <laughs> There's the reason we all wanted to be Venkman when we were
4: kids. Because he was the cool yeah. one. He yeah. was yeah. Yeah,
1: the smooth the guy. Cool, the cool Jagoff guy. Um, but yes, he... he uh, like, there's, like, varying degrees of respect that the the Ghostbusters treat the rookie with. Ray's, Ray's probably the highest. Peter's might be the lowest.
2: Hey, it's the new cadet! Welcome aboard! This
0: might be a little dangerous.
2: Great. Danger is our life.
0: We'll start at 50% capacity. That should keep any burning or tissue damage to a minimum.
2: Hey, if you're going to burn any tissue, do it to the new kid. You can't use Ray. Our mortgage is in his name. I guess he's right. What's your name again, kid? No names, Ray. I don't want to get too attached to this kid. You know, just in case
0: <laughs> you remember whatever the last guy. I think he's doing great. And and uh I love this. I try, I loaded up almost every Halloween and play through this exact part. Up at least to the Stay Puff or the the movie theater sequence, yeah. but
1: the early parts of the game are the most fun. And yeah. then, then yeah, it kind of, yeah. like, you know, goes starts developing its own thing and becomes actually sort of difficult. And, like,
4: eh. I, I don't I'd know, say I just... play through the hotel and you're good. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? If you just want to experience what this game has to offer, play through the hotel. Yeah. The Sedgwick,
0: yes. And, yes. Uh, that, that fucking music. I, I hate that that stupid Sesame Street <laughs> 70s music makes me nostalgic <laughs> and, like, gives me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I've always... This is one of my favorite stories just my I'm a guy in the show who yells about skipping cutscenes and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. I could never do it with this it it still entertains me greatly and I never really got all those people who were screaming about Ghostbusters answer the call like go play Ghostbusters 3 it has the content of like two Ghostbusters films
1: Mm -hmm. You you can go and hear Ray explain how to capture a ghost to your heart's content
0: For the most part, capturing a ghost is pretty straightforward. We
2: break it into three basic steps. Sap them, cap them, and trap them. Spectral entities derive all their strength from an accumulation of PK energy. Blasting them with your proton stream or other offensive equipment helps to dissipate that energy. Dissipating their PK energy also makes them easier to capture.
1: Yeah, it's also interesting. Dan Aykroyd, like, I think there's a documentary on like the Blu-ray of the uh, the PS3 version of Ghostbusters, where like mm-hmm. you can watch him talk about this stuff and how they came up with all these concepts like PK energy. He actually. Gave this serious thought to how you could use like modern f- nuclear physics to cool. battle spiritual entities, right. and not—I
3: mean, not only that. Like, I mean, you guys probably know this, but he, his family are yeah. part of like the psychical research, uh, mm. the, the the vision of psychical research. Like, they—they they were like, you know, real life Ghostbusters, so yeah, to say. <laughs> you know, they, paranormal believers. He,
0: yeah, he grew up in a household that treated ghosts very seriously. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But So, so I,
4: I made that joke earlier, but I, one of my favorite things about this game is it's a real story. So this guy worked with, Ryan French, was he... So if you know anything about the video game business, there's the producers on the publisher side versus mm-hmm. the producers, like, at the development studio, which this was terminal reality, I think. Um, the publishing side, they're typically there just to make sure the project's staying on track, on budget, whatever. They'll get publisher notes and all that. But Ryan was just there, and they needed some placeholder, like, Hey, we just need to do a scan for this character. Come over here and, and do this scan. But he looks so much just kind of like an average Joe that they, they ended up liking it in there. And they're like, ah, we're just going to keep it. We don't, we don't need to cast anyone for this. Like, you're the new guy, Ryan. And he's like, great. And so he is now the – every time I play that game, I'm playing as one of my friends. It's the weirdest thing.
0: <laughs> That's it, you, you, This game is so mo- much more polished than I think it should be because I think of how long it spent in development because of switching publishers. Yeah, because uh, it switched
4: to Atari after the Vivendi dissolution. Because yeah. this was going to be Vivendi's big release. Uh, and then, yeah, we had to... Activision bought Vivendi, or absorbed Vivendi... Vivendi Parent bought Activision, absorbing Vivendi games, and so this game went to Atari and uh, came out. And I'm glad it came out, because it's one of those things that was... Yeah. It's like, man, I really hope that doesn't get canceled. Like, this and Brutal Legend were the two that I'm like, please, someone pick these up. And, and they, they yeah. both got picked up. Thank
1: God.
0: Yeah. And it was, it was great, because... If Dan Aykroyd were any other employee, he would have been fired so many times. Like, reading game news around this time, any time he'd be, like, opening a hot dog stand in Cincinnati, he'd, like, loosen some fucking spoiler for this game. For, like, five years, (laughs) he was spoiling this game. (laughs) By the way,
4: worth noting that after that acquisition, Activision passed on both this and Brutal Legend.
0: Like, Brutal Legend went to
4: EA, this went to Atari. Like, oh, yeah, way to go, Bobby. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Good, good on you, bud. Well, I, de- I don't know how much money this made, but like it's been released on every other platform since because like the license is strong and like the game. To be honest, I had a lot of criticism for it before just because I I love the slam mechanic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You just where you you can't... lasso the ghost and then
1: slam them down into the, the track? thing into in the walls and the pavement, Mansion but tree? like
0: it doesn't work that yeah. well, and you just get in areas where like you can't use this. Like hmm. this doesn't. This only works in certain scenarios. Yeah. And, uh, most of it's, most of the gameplay is sort of boring, but like the interaction with you and the other Ghostbusters is like what I'm here for. Yeah. There's you so mean, much great. dialogue that, in that, that game. That There's constant so much
1: commentary running. is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is the yeah. main reason to play the game. And I think the slam stuff might have been conceived in part to, to give like, you know, we got to do something Wii specific here for the Wii version. Which, by the way, but the looks Wii like. version
0: has different models.
1: Yeah, it, it looks like a cartoon version, uh, but it yeah. fo- it uses the same dialogue and follows mostly the same progression of events as the the real version. One of the differences is that, like, in the real version, you, like, smash up an architect's office. And in the Wii slash PS2 version, it's a game developer's office where, like, holographic space invaders come to life and attack you. That's That's kind of neat.
0: But. Someday, someday, I gotta get my buddy on here who grew up in the sticks and got two channels, and they both got at different times episodes of the real Ghostbusters. Nice, and then learned when he was like seven, there are two Ghostbusters movies, and and then saw those movies and was disgusted on like a 2016 level <laughs> at the movies. Who is this Bill Murray asshole? This guy doesn't sound anything like Arsenio Hall. Or Dave Coulier. This this movie sucks. Uh, Just the, <laughs> the, why doesn't the Slimer have a bigger role? <laughs> Slimer's barely yeah, in these try, Trying to
1: remember all the things I was disappointed oh. in when I saw the Ghostbusters movie as a kid who had been watching the cartoon for a couple of years and was obsessed with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it felt like two different realities, and it was really hard to compartmentalize that as a little kid. Unfortunately, my parents took me to see the original in theaters before I Damn. saw any of the cartoon
4: stuff, and I was, like, six. Terrifying! As a, as a little kid, a six-year-old, yeah. that movie is so oh, wow. scary. It, it,
0: it, the opening scene, like, I remember, I think I, like, I either pissed myself or ran to the bathroom. Like, my parents had to be called at a slumber party from the library <laughs> sequence.
4: I mean... I'll admit it. There were times where I opened my refrigerator and peeked inside first to make yeah. sure Zool wasn't sitting there as a kid. Just saying, you know. Th- 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 you just got to hit a
0: couple keys yeah. in the piano, man. They yeah. hate <laughs> it when <laughs> you do this. I, I, they hate this.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I, wasn't,
1: I wasn't allowed to watch it for a while because, like, oh, no, there's sex in it. And then uh, my parents like, my parents had watched it uh, and not allowed me to see it. And then, like, finally I was so obsessed with, like, fine, we'll rent it, but you have to go behind the couch when we, when we tell you. <laughs> But, but it's
0: Rick
4: Moran is sick, so does it really yeah. count?
1: But it's only uh... if
0: you say, please. Please. <laughs> well, I think also the part
1: where Dana's, like, floating above the bed. Like, like oh, this is too suggestive.
0: Uh, oh, you mean or not or the Dan
1: Aykroyd comes in a ghost mouth. <laughs> yeah, there is that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in his tiny whities yeah.
1: uh, With so his, like, gross. Disney Cinderella Prince outfit or whatever even, the fuck he's wearing. Even, even
0: more data than that is, like, it's very strange because like every time I, I go to a revival of this it's a bunch of like you know 40 year olds in proton packs with their children and the smoking in the movie is crazy <laughs> like and the, it's, that's what gets me and go they all are so casual such casual smokers yeah
1: yeah well it's it's part they're supposed to be like you know they're they're college professors but they're also like working class idiots. Like, it's, it's yeah. meant to be, like... It's it's a slob comedy, like Meatballs yeah. or Caddyshack. Yeah. So, like, I yeah, guess. it makes sense that they're just, like... Yeah, we're like exterminators just smoking and hanging out while we look for these ghosts.
4: Which which is, like... The smoking thing gets me because it's meant to be, like, oh, we're casual, we don't care. But if you've ever made a movie, you know, like, that's a continuity nightmare. Like, yeah. are, is the ash as long on that cigarette oh, in yeah. this scene as it was just now? Like, why let them do that? like is And it because...
0: And if you, I think if you really look closely... There's one sequence of Ray enjoying a cigarette. The rest of the time, it's to, like, have some comedy out of or, like, part of a reaction shot. Yeah. Mm. It falls and out
1: of his mouth when his escapes open, that sort of thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah it's not, like, other than that, they don't really smoke. It's just so strange. Hmm. Uh.
1: Anyway, this would have been the number one, but as I reviewed the clips for this oh, next no. one, I realized, like, oh, this is, this is a real class act all the way.
2: Number one. <laughs> You have been sought out, new kid, because humans everywhere are in great danger. I need something from you, and in return, I am prepared to allow you into my kingdom. I know you are very excited. It's time for your first quest, but first, please tell us thy name. You entered Douchebag, is that correct? Are you sure you want to keep the name Douchebag? Very well, Douchebag.
1: And then you're douchebag for the rest of this game up until the sequel when suddenly you're butthole.
4: Yeah, and you're a superhero.
1: Yeah,
4: uh, yeah. I love the South Park RPGs. I am so bummed that I haven't. I never finished the first one. I need to They're go back. They're so
0: and big it. and like mm. intentionally yeah. almost cruelly huge. They are Dragon Quest <laughs> yeah. scale yeah, you unlock Canada RPGs. At one point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's the other map is Canada. It's so ridiculous. No, but this is. I was. I, I lobbied it to so Michael's. Like, are there any that are, have to be locks? I was like, South Park basically lets you be in a South Park episode. Yep. Like, we have yeah. to put it in.
1: And South Park. Very, uh, two very long South Park episodes. It's like a <laughs> the, season of South yeah. Park. You're a in. season, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. A season of South Park. Uh, uh, But does all. It's the best of both worlds. It looks and sounds. Like, even that score is very South Park. Right. Mm-hmm. It looks exactly like an episode of South Park. And then it does game things, too. Like, I remember. We were told they uh, never had to map out the locations of everything on a map for uh, South Park ever. I really right. struggled to think of the name of the town in South Park. My brain is going as I get older. Um, <laughs> no, that's understandable. I, I, I'm with you there. Oh, my I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, my God. Oh, Go. uh, my yes. God. But, yeah, the, the, it, and, and you can see the show now shows uh, longer shots with the houses in the right order. Right. Um wow. since the games have come out. Well
4: it's a bit like like Springfield, right? In The Simpsons. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it, it for the show, it's like, well, it's however we need it laid out for this episode, yeah. but then and when it, they did the video games, now we need like, a hey, consistent
1: two mm-hmm. D open yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's actually three D. These these are great. And and I think what these touched upon is one of the reasons I like when games do this versus, oh well, let me play as this character. Especially in comedies, if you're playing as one of the characters, it's never gonna be as funny as when you're there with those characters cuz you mm-hmm. want Cartman to be Cartman you want Kyle yeah, and mm-hmm. Kenny to be Kenny and you know you, you don't things. want
1: to be making choices about what Cartman's going to say right right, right. you mm-hmm.
4: you just want to be there to react to Cartman and that's what that's the beauty of these games it's like yeah he, you're you're there with all the guys and yeah. all the awesome stuff yeah, here this, this is
1: like a fan fiction self insertion kind of thing that actually really works within the vibe of the show and and mm. i think they they poke so much fun at the concept and and just kind of do all these things especially at the beginning of the second game so the idea is like you're the new kid you're garbage and you gradually work your way up to become extremely respected in this game that they're playing and by the time the second game begins like oh man you're like the mary sue everybody talks about you everybody thinks about you all the damn time everybody has nothing but praise for you wow did you see that the
2: king's amazing maybe there's a way in through the garage my lord if there's a way in through the garage, the king will find it. Yes, only the king can find these secret way in through the garage. If, I mean, if there is one. But yes, only the king with his infinite wisdom and strength can get past this impossible barrier. Well, King Goosebag is such a skillful warrior. Did you see how he moved that ladder and used it to climb up? He truly is the most powerful king in all the realms. Oh holy fuck, he's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's it's like the, the simplest puzzle imaginable. <laughs> They're completely blowing you for like, oh, yeah, look at you go. Oh, my God. Because so that's what video
4: did. games do, right? Yeah, they, yeah most exactly. Most puzzles in video games are pretty simple, but mm-hmm. they make you feel smart as a player. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're so strong and powerful, Mario. <laughs> I mean, they immediately start the game out with like a mini game with you shitting. Yes. Yeah, they and, do do that. <laughs> to let you know, like. These are all silly things we all put in our video games and give too much importance. Mm, yeah. Dragon shout!
1: Yeah, but then yeah, Cartman changes the game. It's like, <laughs> oh, we're playing superheroes now, and suddenly you're dirt again, and nobody cares about you, new kid.
2: Who the hell are you? Really? You sent a newbie to my distress call? You're such a dick, coon. Sorry, kid, but my problem is too big for a rookie. A few days ago, there was an anomaly in the universe. Another version of me, the human kite from an alternate dimension, showed up here and is destroying everything. Right now it's upstairs in my room. I don't think anything can stop it.
1: Yeah, it's too too complicated for you, but I'm going to tell you all about it anyway. <laughs> it's very important. I,
4: I never played, played the it. second one.
1: Uh, yeah, the, it's the second one's fun. It, they they Mechanically do, it's better, I think. Yeah, they do, okay. they do a little bit more with uh, the combat, I think, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Add a little bit of complexity. Uh, full disclosure, I, I do work at uh, Ubisoft San Francisco where that
4: was made. Definitely had the, the most gimmicky displays at PAX I've ever seen with the Smell-O-Vision thing yeah, they the, did. the like, nosulus Rift. That was so fucking gross. Dude. Yeah. That was so gross. Where they, they strapped, it was making fun of all the Oculus Rift, because at the time, like, all there was all these VR demos at all these shows, right? And But they, what they did was one with smells, but... It was so disgusting, that smell. Like, whenever someone farted in the game, they would would pipe it in. And it just, like, it didn't smell like farts, but it sure as hell didn't smell good. Like, you you (laughs) didn't want that smell going up your nostrils. It was awful. And then, (laughs) gradually, because I had to work the show floor that year in another booth, I would pass by to say hi to Dan Amrick, who who was working the Ubisoft booth. And over the course of the day, just the hint of that smell got stronger and stronger. Like, by the end of the day, it's just like, oh my god, your booth smells like... I don't know, chili and uh, baby diapers. It's fucking
1: Ugh, disgusting. He gotten, did he go nose blind to it, I wonder? Nah. I,
4: hope, I hope he did.
0: But it, it, here, here are two things I just want to say because I have nowhere else to say them. Big Trey Parker and Matt Stone fan, uh, warts and all. Um, This is kind of the most they ever talked in like the last 10 or so years. Mm. When South Park came out, they were celebrities, they did talk shows, they starred in basketball. They wrote a movie. They did press. Those guys talk in public now, like less than once a year. It's yeah. very strange. Even Larry David does more interviews than Trey Parker and Matt. Stone. I
4: don't think it's that strange. I think it's because they would get backlash whenever they talked, and finally they're just like, "Fuck it!" Like we're yeah. super cajillionaires. We don't need to do interviews anymore, and it just it just yeah, they, gets us in trouble.
0: I begged them when I was like working with one of the promotional teams, like like Trey Parker. They're like, "They no, they won't do it." No, they have no interest in doing that. I'll ask them again. Fine, but no, they they, yeah. they just can't do that right now because when they're working on the show, which is usually when they're promoting stuff, they can't do anything else because right. if you don't know that show's made, and also, uh, I love watching the show grow up because um, the only thing that sort of dates the games is a uh, man bear pig is uh, a, right <laughs> it's is a thing. Did you see that the, there's a recent episode with a. a Tolkien? I'm trying to say his name right now because it's like uh Randy's like, Why would you name your African American son uh Tolkien? He's like, What do you mean? Why would I name my son after my favorite author? I'm like, Oh <laughs> and like and the whole town has to confront, like, what did you think his name was? Oh nice <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. That's, That's interesting. True. I actually
3: I didn't realize I so I think this the first game was mm-hmm. like like my peak of of South Park fandom, and Me then too. I very yeah. quickly just dropped off. And I don't think I haven't I seen drop an episode. Off all the time. In, I don't think I've seen an episode of the show in almost like seven or eight years. And the game and, is a
4: snapshot of that era too. Like all the yeah. characters in the game were the ones popular at the time. Like if you watch newer episodes, they've you know they phase in and out certain characters. Or they well, have they like even did, screen time?
3: Have they even done anything? I mean, I'm sure they have, but like the era of South Park that I remember is like you know that the world of Warcraft episode the imagination yep. land episode all those yep. all those like really big have they done stuff like that since then i, I haven't heard about anything like that
1: well they they did the uh, the covid special recent on paramount plus which mm. is like uh, a, a time, time skip it. thing where it's like 30 20 30 years later or something it's
0: like actually that. so com- i think the first part of that is on hbo max and then the second and third parts are on paramount right. plus wow. Okay. And it all ties – HBO Max now has streaming rights, but Paramount Plus will have exclusive streaming rights in, in a few years. But I'm telling you, the show's still interesting. Still good. Okay. And it, it but it, it doesn't work very well. It doesn't always hit well the mark, you, but, uh, but it's great Right, but like, general. you know, neither does like The Simpsons, but like, you know, seven episodes out of ten, I don't regret watching. It, like it, Sure. It, I love it. I, and, but it always – South Park – not I've always say this. Not like uh, unlike just like SNL is an institution. It it really works the best if you watch it within that month. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, that that uh, makes a lot
3: of sense though. I mean, because because I just don't hear about it in the same where they're like I don't hear about South Park arcs as like these these standalone. You can watch it anytime, and they're still relevant and funny. Like they keep I keep saying, I, they're going to do
0: that, and they keep going back to arcs um, mm. because the the. 2016 season really screwed them because yeah, <laughs> they, they <laughs> it ruined their ending. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. uh, really, really screwed them with the uh, election night. It's one of the weirdest things to happen on television. But uh, but the, but also the internet is sort of I think bored with them because like yeah. they can't really offend anybody because they're South Park, and People also still the internet like oh they get offended just because like South Park created a generation of nihilists and like. Maybe, but like the same things that created South Park created Trey Parker, Matt Stone's nihilism. It's like it was kind of endemic in everything else too. Yeah, um, South Park just still exists.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I do like how
1: detailed the getting back to the game, the character Dark. creation is in this. And mm-hmm. there's there's parts I'd, I'd forgotten that like, oh, yeah, this like you, you, you complete your character development or your character creation at like a couple hours into the game and uh, I was able to grab a clip. It's it's the bit where you talk to uh, Mr. Mackey and decide on your gender, and you can be cis male, cis female, you can be gender neutral, you can be trans, and regardless of what you pick, somebody's going to have something to say about it.
2: Well, well, well. If it ain't one of them gender neutrals. We don't take kindly to your types around here. Let's welcome this thing to our town <laughs>
1: Now that sounds harsh But they will do it regardless of what you pick
2: yeah. Well, well, well If it ain't a cisgendered boy We don't take kindly to your types around here Let's welcome this thing to our town <laughs>
1: And uh, at certain points in the game The same stuff can happen But gets more complicated
2: Well, well, well Look at what we've got here. We've got ourselves a cisgender, heterosexual, white, Italian, lawful, Christian. Dang, Cletus, why are you talking like that? Dialogue tree. (laughs) All right, gotcha. We don't take kindly to your types around here. Let's welcome this thing to our town.
4: (laughs) They're taking our
1: jobs. Oh, I got that too.
2: There they are. Those are those damn kids that paid immigrant workers. Yeah, they got a loan to pay their minions, so you know what that means? They took our job. They took our job. They took your deep. Wait a minute. I thought we were mad because of their gender choice and sexuality and stuff. No, that's all those other guys. We just want our jobs back. Oh, well... Let's get your jobs and make fun of them for their form of self-identification
1: <laughs> and so, so on.
0: I, I I feel like I really like that these show because cre- the, the first couple South Park games are terrible and, a, and Trey Parker and Matt Stone were the first people I saw like those games suck and we had yeah. nothing to do with them. Yeah, Comedy Cruise Central, Central
1: was- made them. We had yeah, we didn't want them to be made that tur- fucking clone.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, the I mean for for. Th- First-person shooters available on console at the time, it was mediocre. There were worse games. But, like, Chef's Love Shack, the cart
0: Racer, all that other shit. Rally. But just, like, I mean, it's my understanding that they really wanted to make a game, a type of game that they like. And this is a serious, like, JRPG. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, it is. It's a turn-based
4: RPG. I love it. mm -hmm. With a fart uh, mechanic. uh, A, A powered fart mechanic in the first one. And yeah, then and the second I, I think, one has, like, superhero power.
1: Right? I
0: think they said developing the game was like working on a season of the show, just a yeah. little less rigorously. Yeah.
1: I mean, and, yeah, I I seem to remember there were delays because they kept rewriting it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would imagine. And then, and then I would imagine their, like, episode order would come up, and it's like, well, you can't talk to these guys for ten weeks. Mm. They will be yep. up all night making South Park in six days. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Oh, well. And I Great. I,
1: I have audio from a scene that I know you loved from the first game, The Sick of Truth, Chris. Yeah,
0: it's a pain, but this is the kind of stuff you put up with living in a remote little mountain town. At least we don't have to deal with traffic. Hey, you broke free! Kid, you have an incredible control of your asshole. Get me loose, too! Uh, I'm still stuck. Better try the other
2: console. Why? <laughs> ah! Why? No! Go find another way!
1: Uh, it's <laughs> Randy getting probed by aliens. What? I forgot about yeah. that part of the game. Why?
0: <laughs> so picked, pick this up on sale. I routinely see it between like fifteen and five bucks. On no, you sale. can get
4: both. I I bought both as a bundle for like fifteen. I think for both yeah. games, it might might have been twenty, but uh, I think I'm, that's, I'm sure might, might be on sale right now. Actually, at that,
0: place. you're not going to like it if you hate South Park, and I know a lot of our listeners do. Hmm. But you're uh, going to love it if you like South Park. Yeah, and if you only sort of like like Brendan haven't watched the show in like a couple of years, it's still a fantastic. Fantastic. Games aren't rarely this funny. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's a ton of solid last in the game. Yeah, and, I remember and,
3: really enjoying and finding the, the first one a lot of fun. I, I didn't play the second one, so maybe I should add it to my
4: to my backlog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're long too. Got, there's a lot here.
4: So they're yes. 40, yeah, they're forty hour JRPGs, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, anyway, so that has been our top five hope you enjoyed it there's obviously a lot we left off the table like lost via domus and uh, lord of the rings the third age but uh, how dare and you and leave it. off third age how
0: yeah. dare you <laughs> and my my suggestion the game based on wanted the james mcavoy ah, movie, shit. where you can bend oh, bullets. Yeah. i wish you
1: actually had suggested that but also you play as the main character for the movie but that game no, is you- fantastic
0: <laughs> it's it's okay, Michael. Calm Is that down. the one where
4: you bend bullets? Yes, yes. Oh boy.
0: yes. it was
1: it was fantastic. For like, and it was like short. It was like five hours, and so people mm-hmm. liked it a lot at the time because, like, oh, games aren't usually this short.
0: So yeah, mm. yeah.
1: It's like paying, it's like two movies, but it's
0: three times the price. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well, on that note, we're gonna take a little break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about uh of Paradise and some other stuff, So stay
2: tuned.
0: Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser time crew? then we strongly encourage
1: you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser it supports not only this show but all the rest of the laser time network you'll get commentaries play games with the hosts see exclusive videos first and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time speaking of which here's
2: a quick taste
0: no we're just out of a screening of spider-man no way home and i'm here with the most knowledgeable man i know in the field of all things spider-man Chris Baker, how you doing, buddy? Uh,
4: you're too kind. Thank you, Chris.
0: I couldn't get tickets at all for the Thursday screening. The Spider-Man tickets sold out real fast. Crashed AMC's website, and I asked around. Does anybody want to see Spider-Man at 1 p.m. on Friday? <laughs> because it's like I'm not dodging spoilers again. I'm just not. I'm gonna. I'll go with you again right. on Saturday whenever you can do it. But I'm gonna experience this fresh. Super important to me. And I'm. I liked that the hype for this movie was like through the roof. But when I saw Endgame. I think it, I was talking to you about it like I didn't the trailer only showed like the first 40 minutes of the movie I had no no idea what the oh, yeah, ending yeah. was even going to be like, about
4: time travel and all that was like completely left right. out of the
0: I I, yeah. I I read your movie sites and all that stuff but I'm really good at avoiding spoilers but like dude the Spider-Man stuff just crept over into everything and when I finally walked out of the movie I'm like yeah other than the post credit scene like that, all of that all of that was spoiled for me like naturally on facebook man they broke through i got hit by every spoiler it was still it, you need to see it even if it's been spoiled certain details have been spoiled for you get bonus time a
1: weekly uncensored and commercial free podcast every tuesday starting for just five dollars on patreon.com slash and welcome back to our final segment where we're just gonna dive headlong into that segment that we love known as Stranger of Paradise, oh. Final Fantasy Origin came out.
4: This guy thinks he's Final Fantasy dialogue over here with those long intros. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'd need longer pauses. Actually, no, oh.
1: this this one doesn't do the long pause thing.
4: They don't talk that much no, in this no. one because they're just more
1: like, yeah. Bring it. This is weird. So I started up the demo and it's just like, yeah, we've got like minimalist cutscenes at the beginning where it's just like, I'm walking toward the city. These other two guys <laughs> are walking toward the city. Oh, our crystals are vibrating at each other. Oh, I guess we're best friends now. And then, like, several weeks pass, and I thought that, like, oh, that's just like a placeholder cutscene. It's jumping me ahead to where there's more stuff. Nah, dude. And and then, like, I I bought the game and started playing. It's like, this is exactly the same as the demo. There is no explanation of what's going on. There's no exposition. I have no clue what's
4: happening. I don't think you're supposed to know.
1: Yeah, why, why is... This, this little medieval town that I used to know as Corneria, it's now Cornelia, and they have like fancy modern hotels that their medieval people, dressed people go to. They Final Fantasy did it. Yeah. It's it's much more a modern Final
4: Fantasy than classic Final Fantasy. Because um, it's supposed to technically sort of be the remake of one. I yeah. don't know. Brendan is like dying to talk about this game. And yeah. Knows, okay. It, all is,
3: it is, it is a, a prequel to the first game. Okay. And in some ways, an establishment of a God. I don't light <laughs> spoilers. It is establishment of a something of a meta mythology for the whole series. Hmm. Um,
4: chaos. This like game. Chaos.
3: This game is stupid in all the right ways. Let me tell you. <laughs>
4: that's is. that's what I've heard. If you if you are going to enjoy this game, just. Don't worry too much about yeah. the cut scenes and yeah. the dialogue. It's
1: very, very bro-y in an early two thousands kind of way. You know what's funny though? So it's it's very bro-y, right? Yes. But there it, it
3: there are times where I can't tell if it's self-aware, and there are times where I'm like, no, that's totally, it totally knows what it's doing. I, there was a, the other night I was playing, and there's a, a moment where one of your party members, Jed, mm-hmm. he says Jed. something, he does something, and he's like, oh man, I, I messed up. I'm so sorry. And then Jack, the main character goes, I'm not angry. It's okay. I just sound like this all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's like,
4: wait, does this, do they know, do they know what they're doing here? I, cause sometimes you can't tell. I think they do cause it's Team Ninja. So it's sort of Team Ninja's take on Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah. And so they're kind of poking fun, it's I think, at other some M. of those tropes.
3: There's a reason why Jack is the way Jack is, but like, I mean, his last name is Garland. I'm like,
1: Oh, spoilers. Duh. like
3: right like it's just it was like in the, when the first trailers he's like my name's Jack garland and it's like oh hmm. okay like and that's so like that's you know. interesting
1: because one of the first cutscenes is that like, that princess saying like there was a knight called garland who's who was a loyal right. follower and he's disappeared and people are saying there never was a knight named Garland could you find him
3: well if you remember in the original Final Fantasy they're in a time loop of sorts, right? Mm. And that same that same trope is here, and so I mean, it's from from like the the drop, you get what this game is. In fact, it, it overcomplicates itself in some of its. What
4: a Final Fantasy it, game overcomplicates yeah. itself. <laughs> get it. Who,
3: who would have thought? Mm-hmm. It, it totally overcomplicates itself. But it, it it what it's doing is like okay, like you can see it from a mile away. You're like, all right. I, I see what this game is. The good news is, uh it's really fun to play. Like, if you're coming in here yeah. for, like, you know, a, a sweeping Final Fantasy story like you get in Final Fantasy 6 or something, you're not going to get
4: that. But if you want right. a really solid action game, that's exactly what this is. Because let's be honest, like, this game, I think, channels 15 in a lot of ways, especially with the bro stuff, but this, the story in 15 was kind of garbage. Like, the story in 15 was all over. I couldn't even tell you what the story in 15 was because they, they redid the game after they they launched it because people didn't like it. Like... And it's really not why you're there, and I don't think that's why you're there in this game. You're you're there in this game for Team Ninja-ass combat, which, okay, I played an early demo and I was asking Brennan, I'm like, dude, I feel like they toned down the soulsness of this game, because that early yeah. demo was very Souls-like in how it played. This one is way more action RPG. Uh, someone on the late-time community was describing it as button-mashing, and I'm like, really? I don't remember button-mashing at all, but no, like now... It's still not button mashy, but it's, it's more just timing based combat. It's like, okay, yeah, do this yeah. stuff until you see a prompt to do this move and then do that and you're going to see some cool shit play out on the screen. Like, but there's still some soul stuff. There's like a stagger meter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's that hybrid between
3: souls and, and Ninja Gaiden that Neo threads that needle, right? And this, yes. this leans, I think, more into like, we were talking about it before we were recording, but like the DMC, the Devil May Cry stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. almost a character action style stuff. And it, I mean, you are in the menu, you are creating your combos, right? You're saying, okay, when I hit R1 to R2, I want to do this move, R1 three times this move. If I, if I hold down R1 and then press L2, like you're creating these, these character combos. So that's pretty cool. But like that's what this game is, is it's a, it is a, it is a combo-heavy action game. It is not a, uh, you know, I, you do have to pay attention to to some of the bosses and whatnot. But some of these enemies, they don't have, they're not telegraphing their moves like you would with any, yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, enemy, I, I, right? I noticed
1: that. It like it was kind of jarring going from Elden Ring to this because like, well, first mm-hmm. off, like it's just similar enough that there's some dissonance where it's like, well, the combat feels. Almost weightless, where like I'm, I'm just swinging around this gigantic ass sword very quickly, and then I realize like, well, it feels more devil may cry. And then I realize like, as I'm fighting, like, yeah, there's no real tells with the enemies; they're just attacking quickly, and I need to just like dodge, block, continue attacking. It's it's much more chaotic than than a Souls would be. Yeah, um, right. And and, and the attacks mm-hmm. that you
3: can like parry and absorb. It's listed above the character's name. It says it'll be like you know the the bats will say like Sonic Blast or whatever it's called, and you just hit circle and, circle and it, uh, it, it it absorbs it. But you're not you're not like okay the the bat circled three times. It's about to do this attack. It you, it just happens. Right. So yeah, it's totally not that same thing. In fact, I I wouldn't even call this a Souls like because. Like, when you die, you're not dropping, you're not dropping currency. Yeah, but you, there doesn't seem to be any penalty other than you have to do this shit again. You gotta do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty, that's pretty classic, like, arcade character action style
4: stuff I without a life was. system. Like, when I went to do the difficulty choice, I, Maybe the first time I chose like the the middle one. I chose the story option this time, but not what the you casual lose option. is. Um, so you have a you have a stamina.
3: They call it your mana bar, but it's it's more like the ATB meter in Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. Um, but it extends as you land like crit- those critical blows where ah, it, like okay. the the kills it, it gets bigger, so you can do more and more ATB mana attacks. And so when you die, it goes back to to one or two, whatever, whatever the baseline, except if you're playing on casual, then you just keep it. And then you keep it. Um, so that's the only thing you lose. And honestly, you fight like four or five enemies. All of a sudden you're back almost maxed out again. It's, it's really not that challenging of a game. Even I've been playing mostly on normal or hard. Um, and I, I've been playing a lot of co-op too. And this game, when you play co-op, it's, it might as well just be like Diablo or fantasy star online like you're just mowing through waves of enemies, you're picking up tons of loot. This is not like a oh, I got to I got to like wait at the at the fog gate for the dude that I some it's none of that. It's mm. it's such a different game.
4: Yeah. I didn't even know there was co-op in this game. That's incredible. Oh, it's
3: it's the best way to play. I would mm. say like if you haven't tried the co-op yet, give that a shot. It's a lot of fun even just playing with just random people in matchmaking. It's been a really fun way to just like chill out in the evenings even on hard difficulty like you get three dudes who are who are you know swapping between their black mage and and dragoon jobs or whatever you you're you're running. It's
4: it's fun. So why do you like it so much? Because you you I, you've been standing for this yeah. game on Twitter. Uh, yeah, So and, and but I also know you like you really love uh, Souls games and you like Elden Ring a lot too. I'm like, wow, it's going to take yeah. a lot to to pull someone away from Elden Ring, but it seems <laughs> like this game has pulled you away for a little
3: bit. Well, let's I mean, uh, let's not get crazy. <laughs> Here's the thing about Elden Ring. I like Elden Ring a lot. It's probably going to be my game of the year unless something like if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, maybe that will give it some competition, right? Um, But Elden Ring in my personal Souls rankings, it's like right smack dab in the middle right now because I want wizardry out of Elden Ring. I don't want Zelda out out of my Souls games. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a lot of, ze- like, I'm exploring and I'm finding, I just want to, like, I want to go down a labyrinth and I want monsters to beat the shit out of me and I want to be frustrated and tense the whole time. That's what I want out of a Souls game and Elden Ring gives me that, like, 40% of the time and the rest of the time I'm just, like, bored in the open world, double jumping on torrent. And I'm, I'm I'm not saying, like, this is a problem, this is, like, me and my reaction to this game and I realize that that's a very, like specific take on this game i'm not saying like everyone's wrong for giving the tens out of 10 i think it's probably a 10 out of 10 game but
0: all you're saying is you don't like traveling to dark souls portions
3: exactly that's exactly that's that's totally it and so um i needed to maybe take a break from it so this like like strange of paradise is exactly the game that like okay you know this is just a mindless hack and slash game this is exactly what i need in between.
0: You're, a, you're a bigger man than I because I don't even want to be on this podcast right now I, <laughs> to watch all these Oscar movies and I don't want to do that because Elden Ring is like my favorite thing of the decade
4: Ugh. I like what I've played in, in Stranger of Paradise but like yeah because I'm so busy with Elden Ring I'm like I can totally wait on this game and buy it six months from now yeah. on sale, like because yeah, like the stuff that people are liking about, it, I'm like, oh, I like that stuff. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't care about the story. I mean, it's not going to make sense to me anyways. Like, even even the well written quote unquote Final Fantasy games, I'm like, the story usually doesn't make that much sense. I don't care. Sure. But if if the combat system is good and fun, like yeah, that's kind of what I'm there for. Yeah. And and if I can laugh at the characters, like because the fact that they are in gap clothes in this medieval <laughs> setting, like then <laughs> that's, that's little, even better. Weird.
1: Um, I, again, uh, if, assuming the demo is still available, I, I know it's time limited, I'm not sure how long it's time it limited is, for.
0: The website listed is available. Okay. Uh,
1: it, uh, but I mean, by the time this comes out, who knows, but, um, mm-hmm. it is literally the first few hours of the game, yeah. every cutscene, yeah. every level, and, uh, you can, like, when you, if you decide to By the full version, it will detect your save from the demo and let you continue more or less from where you were. So, um, if you are in doubt and you want to try it first, the demo is literally the first part of the experience. So yeah, I got seven hours out of the demo.
3: Um, because I I replayed some co-op missions and stuff. Here's the thing. I would say that, um, if you like Final Fantasy in general, you should play the demo and get a sense for the combat. Cause combat's really fun. The job system is excellent. Like I, you know, I spend a lot of time fiddling with numbers, min-maxing. I really like doing stuff like that. There's a whole like job affinity system with the gear. You can really lose yourself in it. Or if you don't care, you just press one button. The game optimizes your gear for you. It's sometimes it's not the best, but it's better than nothing. And, and so, and you can just completely play through the game that way too. The reason, if you like A majority of the Final Fantasy games, there is so much fan service in this game. So it's 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 retreading the Final Fantasy one story, and and, and some of the areas, but it's replacing that with areas from other Final Fantasy games. So there's 15 missions in this game. Each mission is represented represents one of the mainline Final Fantasy games. Hmm. So like Mm. there's a the the forest from Final Fantasy nine is a level in this game. Um, as someone who Still to this day, we'll log into Final Fantasy XI. One of the biggest Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XI dungeons, Delkfoot's Tower, is in this game, and it, it's a replacement for the Wind Crystal Tower in Final Fantasy One. Uh, Randpere's Tomb, or, or I'm sorry, Wraithwall's Tomb from uh, Final Fantasy Twelve, is in this. game. So it's, you get a lot of this nostalgia and music from these games uh, is is in this uh, and remixed. So there's a lot of fan service that. I, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about and the music's excellent. The it's just it's it's a fun little Final Fantasy love letter. Nice. nice. It's it's spin-off. It's a it's a fun yeah. spin-off. And if okay. you want, you can beat this game in like ten hours if you put it on the easiest difficulty and you just do the main story missions. It's not that it's not a hard game. Cool. Chaos. Brains.
1: Chaos. Uh it's Tunic chaos. is also speaking of foxes, came out this week. Um yes. on it's on free on Game Pass. And uh I I think I played it for like literally ten minutes, but Matt, you played it for a little bit longer. I Played it for longer. Yeah, yeah. I played I it just, for a little like, bit longer. After you said like it's it's like um what's it called? I'm, I'm blanking on the it's, name. It's Death it's Door. it's like Death Store. Death So Door, like yeah.
4: my biggest take, and, and I'm not the only one saying this because like literally Death Store was trending on Twitter today. I'm like, mm. why is Death Store trending? And it's because people are comparing it to Tunic. It's it's there's a lot of similarities. It's yeah. it's a little bit of a cuter game, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say, than than Death Store, um, but very similar. They both have the isometric camera. They're both kind of Zelda likes and Souls likes at the same time. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of those games where I'm like, if it had it not released so close to Elden Ring, I would be fascinated and probably want to play it a lot more. But because it is pulling off some Souls like stuff, and I'm still you know. Smack dab in the middle game. of Elden Ring, I'm
1: like,
0: I got a Souls game that's inspired by Zelda. <laughs> yeah, with some Zelda I, I,
4: and...
1: I, I, people are going to get sick of us
4: using Elden Ring as an excuse for why we haven't played anything. Well, but the thing is, like, I, mean, I played this. I played this, but Tough I'm like, shit. you know, right now I got to finish Elden Ring before I can come back to this. And, and honestly. This game just made me want to go back and finish Death Store more than anything. I'm like, you know, I, I should really finish, finish Death, Death Store?
0: Store. Death Store is the best. Yeah, that was my number one game of last it, year.
4: This isn't a bad game by any means. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, if you like Death Store, you should definitely play this game because there's a lot of similarities there. I haven't played enough to know the nuance. Like, I'm sure like people who are super into Tunic are like, oh, it's nothing like Death Store because of this stuff. Like, whatever, it fine, guys.
1: Reminded so me a lot. Like the the aesthetics remind me of uh the. Link's Awakening remake, where everything looks yeah. kind of almost plasticky, smooth Link. Yeah, it's super cute. I also get
3: a lot of hyperlight drifter, and the hmm. fact that it uses like the like the glyph, you know, right, instead yeah. of just uh, glyphs. Uh, Matt, did you play the demos? I didn't play any of the demos. No. Okay. I'm cu- I was curious because I played some of the tunic demos over the years, and I I liked them, but I always felt that there was like this.
4: I don't want to. I don't know. It, it felt like I don't, hollow was was the term I would use. Yeah, it's and, a little and empty and hollow. Okay. Uh, Death Star can do that to you too sometimes in the world. I, I will compare no. this game to a game that very few people played, but if you did play it, you'll you'll get what I'm going for. This plays a lot like Hob. Hob was the game oh. that the uh the Torchlight One and Two team did. Like they took years. They brought it to so many packs, and it's it's one of these. It's kind of like a Zelda like environmental puzzle solve type game, um, in an, in this world that's not, it's kind of an empty-ish fantasy world, like tunic gives me those type of vibes, which is like, okay. you gotta vibe with this game, you gotta be like, yeah, I just kind of want this like, sort of relaxing thing, and then, but it's not really relaxing, cause you get to the boss battles, and, and they do ramp up the difficulty on those, but, um, yeah, I, I just say, for me right now, this is a game I'd rather go back to when I'm done with the full Souls experience I'm having currently over here, you know, multiple hundred of hours into a game. So.
0: I, I haven't, for the first time in, I guess, years, I have not checked Game Pass because I have no interest in playing any other games. There's some good stuff oh, that just yeah, came to it. Uh, Paradise Killer just yes, came to yeah, Game Yeah,
1: Paradise Pass. Killer... Which was I
0: have to take your word for it.
1: One of my games <laughs> of the year for 2020. I, I don't remember yeah. if it actually made it into our list, but I was like trying Definitely to get you didn't. guys to play it. But it was only on PC and Switch, so there was no chance in hell. So it's on PS5, uh, Xbox, uh, both flavors. Uh, it is on Game Pass, and it is a fantastic investigation game. Like if you if you've ever wanted to experience uh, Phoenix Wright as like a surreal 3D platformer where you're making your way through this gigantic uh pocket dimension created by an immortal cult to trap people from the real world to use as sacrifices for their dark gods, and you're trying to solve a murder of some of those cultists? Uh it's it's fantastic and has a very unique like vaporwave vibe that permeates yeah. everything and uh I loved it I if you like investigation games I seriously recommend you give it a shot. Yeah,
4: if you like uh, GTA uh, mm-hmm. I recommend you give GTA 5 a sh- another shot because it's came shot. to another another generation mm-hmm. uh, ah. it's out on Xbox series X and uh, PlayStation 5. Oh. And I think the online is just free. you can just you can just mm-hmm. download the GTA online for free so yeah. if you want to see how pretty it can look on your current gen do, do it. Um, uh, there was a remake of a game that came out or it's like a, I think in one of those like ultimate versions Persona 4 Arena Ultimix came out. Did you guys ever play Persona Four Arena the Fighting games? Is it is it
1: Ultimax or Ultimax? Because that was yeah, Ultimax was a Okay. The the title that came out for like that was the remaster version that came out on PS four and I'm guessing this one is PS five Xbox series?
0: I don't think they'd it's release the a switch pers- as well. Oh, okay. I don't think they'd release a Persona game on another platform.
1: No, it's just PS4, Switch, and PC. So yeah, but uh- the
0: thing about the Switch version, though, that is
3: good to know. Um, all the other versions are going to have rollback netcode patched in, except mm-hmm. for the Switch version. Oh, so no. if that's something that's important to you, if you want to play online a lot with like the best possible experience, maybe avoid the Switch version. Good to know.
0: Good to you. Know. mean to tell me the is online is not? Believe <laughs> it or not. <laughs> Man, you can do man. more than
3: just download NES and SNES and sometimes N64 games on there.:
0: I prefer to download an NES game and then not be able to use any of my other games or download anything else while I watch it download that's that system, by the way. I didn't realize until the Kirby demo last week I had not played it since Metroid. Um, man, not leaving my house has really hurt my switch. <laughs> hmm. yeah. it'll never be my preferred platform.
4: I mean, I play Switch for the stuff that's exclusively on Switch. That's yep. what I play on the Switch.
0: But I, I used to like uh, experiment with indies, like Steam indies, oh. and shit on on Switch. And it's just like, nah, I'm right. I'm, I'm going to be sitting on a couch mm. or in this desk chair. Mm. Mm. Why
4: sit on a couch when you could be snowboarding in Shredders, Perfect. which is coming to Game Pass on the 17th? So the day before you're hearing this, An- another snowboarding game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fear, fear of
0: exhausted
4: everything Riders Republic has to offer. I mean. Yeah, yeah, why just snowboard when you can go into a dirt bike mode instantaneously, mid-air even yes. if you want in Riders um, Republic?
1: Hot swap between them like Jack Garland hot swaps between jobs. In Final what? Fantasy Origins. Oh, geez. yeah, that took me a yeah. That, that was actually that was a neat saying. thing in in uh, Stranger of Paradise. That like, oh yeah, okay. Once you learn the job system, that like you can just hit a button to and like now I'm now I'm a like a dagger fighter. I forget what that was called, but like you can you can slot in dagger up to fighters. two different jobs with different gear and weapons, and then just hot swap between them.
4: What was the last Final Fantasy to have jobs? Was it twelve?
3: Uh well fourteen technically mm. Four, yeah. Um, oh, yeah but nice. yes 12, 12 of the of the single player well actually uh Final Fantasy thirteen uh, Lightning Two? Returns has a job oh. system right. uh, which also hit uh, Game Pass yes mm. it also hit Game Pass I love the like job systems in Final Fantasy games uh tend to be like uh, those are t- tend to be the Final Fantasies I gravitate towards the most so I was really amped about that in Stranger of Paradise nice. I want to shout out just real quick uh, a, another. New release for this week. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, came to early access, but if you're a, uh, old school from soft sicko like me who likes Kingsfield and, and, Shadow Tower, there's a game on Steam called Lunacid or Lunacid. I'm not sure how, you, how you pronounce it, but, um, Lunacid. check that out if you like any of those games, which is like 10 of us. So, you know, hmm. maybe <laughs> someone out there would like it. We are dozens,
4: dozens.
3: Are we going to yeah. see it on the crawl? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. it is, uh, on my on my review queue, uh, probably probably in the next month or two, I'll, I'll cover that one. Yeah. Sweet. We're gonna publish
0: this and then hold you to it. Haha.
3: Uh-huh. Well, you know what? I I need to be held to it. So there
1: you go.
0: Oh, I understand. Believe me. Fair enough. Well, let's continue on to. <laughs>
4: ID at Xbox had like a, an indie showcase, which, uh, they showed off, oh. uh, a lot of stuff, but the, the, these are the things that interested me at least. Um, Immortality, an interactive movie trilogy, is the new thing coming from Sam Barlow. He of, uh, Her Story and Telling Lies fame. Her Story, great game. Telling Lies, didn't really get into as much. Um, but it, Sam Barlow always makes interesting, uh, FMV games, and that's, looks to be what this is as well, so. I am intrigued. Um, I do recommend though, just go play her story, and you will you'll find out if you like Sam Barlow games or not by playing her story. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. Um, Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn is the team that did Ashen. You guys remember Ashen? Uh, from yes. Like, yeah. I mean, I yeah, yeah. That, that was game. the uh, Annapurna Souls-like, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. So they they showed off a new game, this Flintlock game. You play as a pistol-wielding woman named Noor and her fox-like companion. Foxes are hot right now, just smoking hot.
1: I believe the politically correct term is pistol-packing mama,
4: Matt. Uh, Yes, right. You're right. You're right. (laughs)
0: And the, the term for Foxes is 20th century now. <laughs> that's right.
4: Now, 21st century, please. 21st. Get with the, get with the ages. Um, let's see. Cursed to Golf is a fun-looking game that's like a uh, weird golf genre. Um, let's – oh, the one that really excites me, game called WrestleQuest. It looks like Golf Story but with pro wrestling, and it features classic wrestlers like Macho Man, Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, yeah, and uh, other oh. classics. Oh, uh, that are gonna help you along your way in your... Looks like an RPG, a sports RPG game with wrestling, so uh check that out um and then they, they they showed off tunic which obviously now is out and they also talked about some other things coming like crusader kings 3 console edition and all that stuff is um, that a,
0: does that imply it's all game pass had to game pass
4: if it's, a lot of these if i'm a betting man i'd say mm-hmm. a lot of these are coming to game pass yes if not game or day one at least eventually Eventually, yes. That that that's been one of the great things about Game Pass is you get to play a lot of these indie games. So uh,
0: it, it seems like anything Microsoft showcases at an official event, Game Pass is what they're trying to push, and just or at least imply this is all coming to Game Pass. That's their big play, man. Just get mm-hmm. those people on a subscription.
4: Um, let's see. Oh, you know, it's sort of a slower news week, and so of course that means I get to add a couple uh, Elden Ring news items. Yes! George Railroad Martin. Uh we were always kind of curious like <laughs> what was what was his involvement with this game? Um, um, I
1: think the onion hit the nail on the head. He was stealing concept art of topless elves. <laughs> and that's why there aren't any in the game.
4: Well, one of the things is actually it's been hiding in plain sight right before our eyes. Uh he kind of snuck in a reference to himself uh in the intro to the game. Uh you get to see characters that are introduced characters by the names of Godfrey, Renala, radagon and marika that's a G R R M for those keeping track at home his initials are right there in the game i I thought
1: it's like oh yeah he goes by the dung eater uh among his friends
3: i actually know the answer to the question of what what he contributed if you want to know yeah please uh he just he did the mythology uh the overarching mythology of it and then miyazaki and all of them they took it and they went and now it's ours and they fucked it all up and they made it evil and gross and disgusting They and sad. made it souls like
4: <laughs> and there's yeah. there's kindling involved. There's someone kindling with a flame cuz it's a souls game. Um yeah. Yeah. but yeah, it's not just those characters.
1: This headline like says hit his initials in plain sight. I initially misread that as hit his genitals in plain sight. And, like that sounds I mean, very, yeah. like a very I GR feel good. like his
4: genitals yeah. are hidden from him in plain sight. Like you, when was <laughs> no. the last time you oh, think mean. George looked down? <laughs>
3: Yeah, you, you think those are hand monsters, but they're not
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> floppy
4: wiener monsters. Chris hates those hand monsters, by the way. Really. Uh, but no, it's, there's there's a ton of other characters that that all have those initials. Like there's there's a bunch of G characters, R characters, and M characters in this game. So yeah, yeah he uh, that's true. There are.
1: Lots of Rannies and Raldallas and Millennias and Millicents. And yes,
4: he likes it. to do that. Though he likes to name
3: his characters all very, very similar things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he did that with it. Yeah, sucks. It sucks. sucks right? get, it's confusing. Get
1: very similar actors to play them, so everyone's confused yep. for the first season.
4: And imagine how much <laughs> time he spent and they spent on the lore of this game. When you have speedrunners mm. literally beating the game in less than half an hour, uh, and it keeps getting shorter. Like every day, I see news. I think the, the current record is like. Twenty nine minutes, twenty seven seconds. I, to beat I am
0: I devouring all things Elden Ring, but I don't even, I don't even want to know how that's possible yet. So I have not clicked on any of those headlines.
4: I mean, yeah, I, w- I won't do it until I beat the game because I want to see everything myself first. Mm. But like, if you've seen a Dark Souls speed run, it's not too dissimilar from that. Mm. I mean, a lot, of, a lot I, of things you realize, especially like if you watch a guide to like, here, here's where you get this item. You can just run through so many of those areas in Soul's games, like and if you're good at dodging, you don't have to fight many yeah. of the characters mm-hmm. like they're just you you have this impulse to, but you can a lot of those micro dungeons you could well, they make you unlock the doors by finding a lever, usually, but once you do that, you can just run to the boss room, you don't yeah. I really mean most need the, most
0: all the catacombs are designed to be run through once you open the door, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: but twenty nine minutes that's ridiculous. I mean this is a game. I, we were just talking off mic. I'm like, I gotta figure out how to see my time played. I would imagine I'm at about 110
0: hours. You know, yeah, I'm like at 80, I think, mm. around 80.
4: Because I'm my character level is
0: 127 right now. Jesus, I just can't yeah. stop Jesus. talking about Elden Ring. I, no. It's so good. It's I, I like, I like it more than my parents.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, like a game like this only comes around very, very rarely, and so yeah, we should talk. About
0: yeah, it's it. been it's been years since I've. Been able to think of putting something in my top five favorite games of all time, and I'm Mm. really kind of almost there with Elden Ring. Even though I cannot imagine playing it again, (laughs) it's it's, yeah, it's 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 an
3: exhausting game, especially Mm -hmm. like when you start. You get, I got to the, I I, I know that I uncovered the second to last part of the map just because I I looked at the The map, snow, and I Mm -hmm. thought for certain. I was like, I done it. I'm in the last spot. No. No,
0: there's, there's, there's yeah. still a couple spots that are filled in. There's I'm like, So much left, it. and I'm Jesus still having Christ. such a great time with it, and I just yeah don't want to look yeah. it up. I don't know what else I need to do. I'm still kind of clueless. Oh, love it. Yeah, Matt gave me a dressing down this week because of uh, how <laughs> how little I never use my inventory, and I don't <laughs> know what anything does. I didn't not...
3: realize about the the great runes and activating them and using uh, and all that stuff. It's I still don't. Yeah, but then I didn't realize that you had to use the rune arcs to actually turn it on until yes. I was literally like
4: halfway through Langdell and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, once you do on. that, I don't you even know what super you're talking powerful. about. But by the way, those even drop from the same creatures that dropped them in previous Souls games. Rats used to always drop yes. humanities yeah. in Souls games mm-hmm. and rats can randomly drop the rune arcs. I love it. Um, anyway, we'll stop talking about it. So we've talked about the Russia and Ukraine thing on the show. Um, this is kind of an interesting development. So, you know the way, kind of most Western countries are, quote unquote, fighting this war for fighting back against Russia is through economic mm-hmm. sanctions, and so Russia decided. Um, well, one of the ways they're going to deal with some of those sanctions is they have basically legalized piracy of things like games and movies in Russia, which. To be honest, the rep was always that Russia was pirating a ton of that shit, yeah. like they were yeah. rarely paying for anything before, but now it's I, basically I can't, like- I can't believe that
0: the nation of Russia used the same rationale I do to pirate things. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's selling it to you? If they're gonna be jerks to me, I can't afford this so I might as well steal what it. Was it
1: wasn't, I remember like years ago reading that like this, this one publisher figured out, like, we can cut piracy in in half, more than half, if we just re- launch in Russia day and date with the U.S. release. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. And, yeah, because, mm. you know...
0: Wow. Because, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of developers there, and they're probably, like, scrounging over torrents to... Mm.
4: Well, I can already yeah. tell you before, just before all this happened, just because of the way the economy was there, if you were to sell a game in Russia... You were having to sell it at a way lower price than you, than right. you could in other places, right? Um, and so like, yeah, now that they've basic, effectively legalized piracy or, or at least agreed to maybe turn the blind eye to it. I'm not really sure,
0: but it's. We have now whitelisted the pirate bee. You, <laughs> please, please go. Do like Elden Ring and summon torrent. <laughs> Do. <laughs> Um, and then last <laughs> bit of news, more you, Matt.
4: <laughs> Overwatch Two is one of those games where I'm like, is this happening? And apparently it is because they've started Blizzard started to talk about it more. But one of their announcements they made was a little bit baffling. Originally it was supposed to be like, yeah, Overwatch Two is going to be not only a PvP game; it's going to have PVE. And they announced mm. this week though that they're going to split those two things and separate of them. And, and the PvP beta will be coming in April. Uh, and then yeah. the PvE mode, which was honestly the only mode I was very interested in, that's coming at some later time now. So they had to split mm. those up, which is...
0: I, I have to imagine... My dad was asking me a lot of Overwatch questions recently, I think, because he probably saw a PBS piece on eSports. But yes. I, I got to imagine, like, Overwatch is kind of on the hook for a lot of, like, weird contracts involving eSports. that They have to deliver some kind of PvP game. Uh, by a certain date. Ye- or at yeah, least keep, keep, yeah. keep, keep the interest or the teams afloat. It's, it's gotta be weird. I, I, I don't think even it's know. more the, the interesting cause like, who's yeah.
4: talking about Overwatch lately? Like it's, I mean, the buzz is, is it's still odd. one
0: of the big things in esports and by big things I mean listed on esports lists under, way underneath Dota and other things that people are doing. Well, um, I mean
4: I know Riot has Valorant which is sort of their answer to Overwatch which is pretty popular now and I just think it's one of those things where, like, Blizzard knows that to keep any sort of momentum going for this brand, they, they've tried to build a new brand, they're like, I mean, when did Overwatch 1 release? What year was that? 2016? 2017? I, I think it was... Yeah, it might have been. I, I, I can't remember now. Um, it's at least been, like, five years, though. Yeah, you, yeah gotta, you gotta put something new out there, you know, if you're and gonna the maintain too, that momentum.
3: I saw a lot of people expressing... A lot of hardcore Overwatch fans... Okay. okay, so, so a bad. lot of hardcore Overwatch fans who were expressing some relief over this uh, to a certain extent because they were confused as to, you know, why they hadn't seen a lot of this and why they hadn't seen, you know, much of the PvP, or I'm sorry, the PvE. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's some confusion, too, of, like, some people, like, okay, well, if, if they're going to be split, then... Then why even have a separate PvP event at all or a PvP mode at all? And just why not just add new characters and maps and, and, and content to the existing Overwatch and have this PvP or excuse me, PvE thing be a separate, uh, entity entirely. So I don't know what Blizzard's planning,
0: obviously, but it seems like it's really confusing. If I had to guess the last time I played Overwatch, their loot box system was ancient and like, I don't know how you're making any money off this at this point. Right. There's probably like 16 people who really care about these fucking mm. skins. Uh, in order to, I think, get that thing to move on other platforms, there's gotta be some kind of, sing- like, not a single player element, but a, co- a cooperative, non-competitive element. Sure. Cause, uh, cause it, I think part of Overwatch's success with that simultaneous launch and all those other consoles. So like, but as an Overwatch fan, I'm less interested in a multiplayer experience now because like sure. I kind of reached the end of my interest in that.
4: It's and... going to be a weird release anyway cuz I th- didn't they already say like they're they're trying to do it so that there's going to be crossplay between the games even. So you know it, exactly. That'd be great. If that's the case it can't be like a hey we're rebuilding the game with a brand new engine from the ground up for next gen like no because it has to interface with the last gen games so it's <laughs> That's going to
0: hold it. And back, we're giving everybody probably. with a controller more health than a rocket launcher. Well, and that's
4: kind of what I mean of like
3: a lot of people expressing confusion as to like, okay, well, then what? What is the? What is the reason for Overwatch two to, right. to be They're separate? New, like, why right. not just have like a, a new content I,
0: it, it uh, just, season or whatever? It's sad, but like it, it's just not exciting. <laughs> like uh, after seven years, it's not an exciting thing to mention. Yeah,
4: it's, no. it it definitely feels like the momentum of that brand just stalled out. Like they they were getting the interest of like young they kids. Had they had cereals, cartoons, yeah. and everything. They had like, cereals, yeah,
0: yes. Cereal and, and 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 targets and Walmart's. What the fuck? Yeah. I, it's, and, it's- and they'll never capture that that the zeitgeist again unless they. I think they release a new product. It is unfortunate, but I'm part of who they want to reach, and I don't know what would need to happen. I put dozens of hours into Overwatch. I don't know what would need to happen to get me back into it. But I'm not sure if we are who they want to reach
4: because I, I feel like maybe. they went so far to, into the esports fans so that I'm just like, mm. yeah, I have zero interest in, in That's definitely that. true.
3: I think I think a lot of people who would love to be into Overwatch just don't feel like Overwatch is for them anymore. Yeah. And that's yeah. And that that's a bummer. And maybe the PvE stuff will bridge the
4: gap a bit, but if it's gonna be <laughs> delayed, yeah right maybe well i mean and overwatch one has pve events right like they have seasonal Mm -hmm. events that have little pve modes so for me it's just like it's the anti-blizzard at some point because you're like what they have always been good at is taking like a genre and make making it acceptable for everyone right like kind of like for the masses right like hey we're going to take the mmo which is sort of this niche thing and give you world of warcraft which everyone will love and play with mm-hmm. Overwatch, they almost did the opposite. They started out like, "Hey, this is a multiplayer shooter for everyone." And then they got so focused on esports and just the hardest of hardcore crowd that I'm like, I, th- I feel like you've lost people, man. Like, a, I yeah. think
0: I think you see that when you're listening closely to the feedback of only your hardcores because those are typically your hardcores—people digging into it. Like it's the that. Street Fighter uh, problem, if you will. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but you know. yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> it's, I think
4: that brand has been struggling with the same problem, right? Which is like, yeah, we know that to keep momentum going between releases, they do rely on those hardcores in that eSports crowd. Mm -hmm. And I don't think publishers have come to terms with the fact like, okay, well, that means you're going to lose the casuals. You're going
0: to lose the normies because we don't care about that. You know, like... um, I want a game. I want a game for Christmas. And it's also like, just think about the difference of you're an adult or a kid to be excited over something new. Or keeping up with changes to an existing thing, what is instantly more interesting? Right.
4: Maybe we're olds though, and maybe like maybe. the normies do watch esports, right? Where they're like, "Yeah, no, no. you guys are crazy." Like we all watch esports and we love Overwatch. I don't know. I just don't feel like I hear people talking
3: about it. No, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think it, it comes down to your olds or out of touch or anything. In fact, something that I hear a lot, like streamers like Maximilian do talk about with fighting games, is like, if you want to get into a fighting game, you buy it in the first two months. And you play it with everyone else who's new and playing it. Because after Mm -hmm. like two or three months, 80% of that population, that gameplay population is gone. They're done playing that game. And then you got that 20% of the hardcore. And then if you want to jump in and try to learn a fighting game like six, seven months after launch, good luck. Because it's Mm -hmm. just the hardcores who are playing that game. And that's kind of what happened with Overwatch. But the interesting thing with Overwatch is that like they were constantly catering to the to the casuals with the lore with the character trailers with all that stuff and that just never played out in a way that that was that was sustainable for them
0: and it's a bummer those wonderful animations dried up completely it was
3: it was was that in the comics and then it just Mm -hmm. yeah they just stopped and i i mean
4: maybe they were focusing the resources on two. But mm-hmm. could be, but I mean Kaplan. When Kaplan left, I was like, okay, that is not a good sign for Overwatch because he was the face of Overwatch, like the, the yeah, lead yeah. producer guy, Jeff Kaplan. And he's just bailed, and it's like, okay. And then obviously, everything else that was going on at Blizzard at the time, you're like, right. oh, shit. Yeah. Like, uh, and then if you're relying on esports, and oh shit, COVID hits, and suddenly live events aren't a thing you can really do anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of reasons we don't hear about Overwatch as much anymore. But it's like, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter because we're like. No, it doesn't sound like anyone here is super excited for Overwatch Two, and, and and this news makes me less excited about it. Exactly, I, I think I
3: think there's definitely something that they could do to win back the casuals or or the you know the people who are interested in the world and the lore. But um, I, I think like
1: overall, like when I think of Overwatch, I think that the ship is sailed. I was feeling the same. It, the ship sailed when they made the main character
2: a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She was never the main character, just the poster girl. You tell that to
0: my leg tattoo. All right, I will. Bring it over here. <laughs> $3,000. <000. laughs> Such a long flight. Uh, oh, Overwatch. I I'll pay attention, I promise. I like Overwatch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I'm looking forward Winston to seeing for what the, they come out with. It'd be cool.
4: Give me some more CG movies. I want some of those character vignettes. Those were awesome. Hell
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get into the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was, what was the longest that you've ever spent trying to get an achievement or trophy in a game? Brendan, you weren't here last week. Do you, do you have an answer to that question?
3: Yeah, sort of. So I'm not really a trophy or achievement hunter dude. I did, mm-hmm. I did, uh, 100% the original Dark Souls. Um, mm-hmm. but I think the thing that I spent the most like emotional energy, trying to do was unlocking the Dark Knight job in Final Fantasy Tactics, mm. um, which was a pretty tedious uh, thing. You have to master several different jobs, and I'm pretty sure I did it wrong. But I, I spent <laughs> like like that probably doubled my playtime of that playthrough of that game. Yeah, I would say that that's the thing I, I spent the
0: most that's time. Why you had so Cow. many plugs, man? You love jobs. It's just like <laughs> it's like Dude, the 19th yeah, time yeah, you've yeah. mentioned job systems. Mm. Look, uh, I'm a freelancer. I have like five <laughs>
3: different jobs. It's just—it's
0: not you know, about money. The guy just likes jobs. I just
3: like doing stuff, man. <laughs> I just like. Brennan's taking all of our gerbs. Yeah, yeah you love gerbs. gerbs. That oh, you know, maybe only like seven or eight people will read and watch a thing that I do. But if I do twenty of them, I'll be more fulfilled, right? You know, right. So <laughs> that, that's like
4: a that's like one hundred and forty or one hundred and sixty yeah. people. Se- seven or eight.
3: Right. It's the people same seven people. We're all in Discord
0: do. server together. That's it doesn't do matter. That's it's, how I get it a bit every day. Mm. <laughs>
1: uh, well, on vidgimpocalypse.com Giant Short Stacks says I'm not sure what <laughs> achievement I've been hunting the longest, but I can almost guarantee it's part of the Arkham series I treated wow. the Riddler trophies in City like their own separate indie Oof. puzzle game, where the objective was to drive green Jonathan Blow to have a mental breakdown Every Halloween, I dip back into the black and orange world of Arkham Knight to clean up the last of those side objectives. Speaking of seasonal gaming, I have been inching through the New Game Plus plus in Arkham Origins for that I am the Knight achievement since Christmas of 2016. Every year, I make a little further in that permadeath campaign mode, and I'm sure one of these years, some random thug's going to land a lucky punch erasing years of progress. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's, that's risky. Yeah. Did, did I mention that on last week's show, the, that Arkham Calendar Man achievement? It, it literally takes a year. You have to uh, talk to Calendar Man on certain days, uh, all the long you Halloween time holidays.
4: with your console clock. You can time
0: travel with your console clock, you your, your, your console clock. but um, we're not cheaters, Matt. Uh, uh, I time travel on Animal Crossing all
4: the time. No regrets. Really? Uh, a man riding a woman riding a motorbike oh, says, seriously. I think I've mentioned this one before, but the zombie genocider achievement from Dead Rising... Get a kill count equal to the population of Willamette uh, in a single cycle. I woke up one day and figured that since I worked the swing shift, I could probably do it before work. Wrong! I ended up having to pause the game. Since there were no convenient urinals in the underground tunnels, go to work, come back, and finish before going to bed.
0: Ugh. I feel your pain. I'm going to do my best not to play Elden Ring right after we stop recording (laughs) in the early a.m. But... Bente Man? Bente Man? Sure. Am I sure. saying that right? Uh, sure. Uh, I spent, on Twitter, says, I spent hours in Death Stranding trying to platinum. Uh, crying, laughing face. Uh, after completing the game and the most of the Chivos, I realized I hadn't done any premium deliveries. As a result, I didn't get the the car until the end. Uh, it was nice listening to VGA while jogging through the wastes.
4: Oh. I, I love the jog with the robot legs in that mm-hmm. game where you kind of have the little power legs going. Yeah,
1: that's fun.
4: Now that's an open world game I love. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: How? Well, there's. It's a good game. So little, yeah. It's a good game. I know, but like. But Brendan was like, there's, there's so little to do, and like. What open world has less to, things to do than Death's Stranding? You, you have <laughs> to engage with every step that Sam takes. Like,
3: every single step it's is true. a little mini right. game. It's right,
0: true. right, 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 right.
4: It's like being drunk.
3: And again, I love jobs. I am a work-minded person. That's just this late capitalism reality I live in. You'd be a mule.
4: You'd be a mule in that game. I am a mule, Matt. I am a
3: mule. (laughs) Jeff BT Dub says crackdowns agility orbs. I found four ninety nine out of five hundred in two thousand eight. I continued looking for five hundred periodically, loading the game and playing for an hour or two, just hunting for it. I did this maybe once a month or so. I finally found number 500 on February 28th, 2018. It Damn. took me 10 years. Oh, my gosh. As I sat staring at the orb uh, before collecting, the past 10 years flashed before my eyes. I had become a homeowner, a parent, and visited Disney World in the time between 499 and 500 <laughs> A chapter of my life was finally complete. Now I just need to find about 18 more hidden orbs. Oh, my gosh. Damn. <laughs> Damn.
4: Uh, I think he wins. Yeah like that, yeah that's yeah, incredible <laughs> there's there's nothing worse than in one of those games where you have like an achievement for collecting all of the thing and not knowing which one out of all those yeah. things you missed mm-hmm. and like and really having no way of the game like games that don't track that for you in any way shape or it, form it's, it's like
0: ugh. it is the only reason i like check those stupid collectibles you pick up in most modern games like mm. look at my tech journal like I'm only doing this because I think there might be an achievement for it later. If I can just mm-hmm. click it, scroll down, exit as fast as I can. If I can do that in less than one second, I'll do it. Otherwise, I hate this.
3: There are people to this day who have been grinding out for, like, high-end gear in Final Fantasy XI for, like, yeah almost 20 years. One piece Jesus. of gear. They still play it every day
4: trying to get this one Oof. little drop. Ugh. I years. can't even Holy believe shit.
3: it. I can't even believe it.
4: Mm-hmm. It's fine. As long as they enjoy it, it's a life well spent. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Connor
1: Wade on the official Laser Time community on Facebook mm-hmm. says, After playing the game on two separate console generations spanning six years, I wow. finally got my first platinum trophy for the first LEGO Marvel game. Whilst not overly hard, it was time-consuming with 80 hours in total. Got a bit tedious at times, but I'm proud I did it.
0: Man. And I'm sure your children are proud too, Connor. <laughs> way to, nice. Way to go, nice. Dad. We love this mm. game. <laughs> just trying to make Connor mad. <laughs> I like the Lego Marvel game. Yeah,
4: sure. How deflating would that have been to Connor, though? Where like he hadn't, he's getting the platinum, and then they announce the sequel. Like, hey, by the way, Lego Marvel Two coming. <laughs> like, God damn it! I
0: don't ever want to play. I just am so angry at Lego games. I just am. Um, Those are good. Those are the open world ones, right? If I'm yeah.
4: remembering correctly,
0: yeah, yeah. Can I just say Sean O'Rourke? Sean O'Rourke. Padraig. For... Padraig. Sean. Padraig. It, Sean it's, O'Rourke. It's the day after uh, St. Patty's Day. You gotta say Padraig Sean O'Rourke. That's not the real holiday. It's even we already talked about the ethnic holidays. Defeating a slumbering evil beneath the earth? No. Stopping an alien invasion from lasers and stoicism? No. I worked so hard to finish the Community Center in Stardew Valley, and it was worth every piece of cheese and gold star pumpkin. Nice. Uh, if you uh, if you ever finish the Jojo Mart, we can not be friends.
4: I have multiple saves of that game, and I did the Jojo Mart on one of those saves, and I hated myself for mm-hmm. so long. I was like, That's oh, you should. It's the capitalist sellout thing. You yeah. sell, you're basically selling that community center to Costco to use as a warehouse. It's mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah, JoJo Mart is
1: the, the alternate quest line that you can do instead of the community center with the soulless corporation that you left. You left them to go work in the countryside and now they're here. Um, Bob Henson says back during the Wrath of the Lich King, World of Warcraft expansion, the fastest flying mount increased your speed by 310%, but cost thousands of gold. I've never been good at farming gold, but when they introduced achievements, they made one for doing every part of each holiday event. If you got the achievements for each holiday event during the year, you got a free 310% mount. So I made sure to get every holiday achievement over the course of an entire year. So I got a free flying purple dragon. So 12 months and at a real life cost of over $150 in subscription fees. I
4: was going to say that probably would have cost you $20 on some aftermarket mm-hmm. gold farming thing in WoW. but yeah. uh... I
0: feel like I remember Tyler Nagata writing, writing about that and he captured a screenshot of him in the game on the mount saying it was totally worth it. Oh, <laughs> uh, It's one of my favorite screenshots I mean, he ever
4: took. Those holiday events are quite fun, so I'm sure you you got your money's worth out of that $150 and such. You
0: don't have to tell me. as the biggest Cataclysm fan in the whole
4: universe. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, new question of the week. Inspired by the
1: Final Fantasy Origins boys, who is your favorite Final Fantasy himbo? I'll leave it up to y'all to define what a himbo is. But for my money, it's Sabine Figaro from Final Fantasy VI, the big buff martial artist who's gentle enough to hang out with teenagers,
4: but strong enough to suplex a train. Uh, I think listeners by now just know what my answer is going to be. It's my big, strong bodybuilding bodyguard, Gladiolus from Final Fantasy Fifteen. He was my favorite of the crew. He's, you know, he's he's he's. Big and dumb, but he's sensitive. Right? You know, and he's just he's I
0: don't know, he was my favorite of, of that crew. So Gladio. Nice. And um mine I'm gonna I'm gonna take this a little outward here. Um mine is Gray Edwards from Final Fantasy The Spirits Within movie. <laughs> uh voiced by Alec Baldwin, because I work mostly with voices and I don't care how many people he killed. Uh, he can he can soothe me to see, he can soothe me into an early grave with that voice that sultry sultry voice.
1: That character that looked kind of like Ben Affleck. Yes. yes,
0: yes. Can't do a good Alec Baldwin yet. I'm narrating the Royal <laughs> Tenenbaums.
4: You <laughs> asked his character name. He goes, "What's my name? Fuck you. That's my name.
0: Fuck you. That's my
1: yes." <laughs> and then the credits scroll past. It's like, oh, fuck you, Alec Baldwin. Okay, he actually, <laughs> that actually, was his name. <laughs>
0: Put that,
3: put that answer down. I'm sitting here. I'm really thinking about it. I think I'm gonna go with my gut, and I'm gonna say that my favorite is probably Tidus from Final Fantasy X. Are you? Like, wow! He's 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 athletic. He's in good shape, and he's dumb as rocks. Mm-hmm. But he's bleach also on like hair. Come on. he's also yeah he's got bleached blonde hair, and he's like he's like kind of got that surfer dude kind of vibe yeah. to him. Yeah, he's yeah. got that carefree. Like I'm just gonna go with the flow and so he also like, looks like a
0: life preserver
3: yeah he's yeah exactly and he's got one pant leg that's longer than the other he's <laughs> yeah. just right he's the perfect like poster child for the final An- fantasy enigmatic the, laugh uh, yeah <laughs> and exactly. he's got some
4: really <laughs> fucked up daddy issues you know?
3: Fucked up daddy issues and you know he, you know his he's got like the, the girl thing like it's it's one of the most front and center romances and all of the, yeah, the I, re- I really yeah.
0: thought you would have gone with someone with more jobs Well, you know,
3: I almost said Bart's. I literally almost said Bart's, but I decided to go with
1: Tyson.
4: Who needs a job when you're a famous blitzball player, Chris? Come on, his girlfriend has a lot of jobs. Waka was the the one I was
0: originally going to say. I I still like Waka. Yeah, Waka. Yeah, Waka's good too. Mm. If I'm pissing outside, I'm just like, it's over, and walk head, walk back in. Love yelling, it's over. Should be my text. My text tone. Seifer from Final Fantasy VIII was also on on my Mm. list, but. Mm. He's mm-hmm.
4: a good one. A lot of himbo. A lot of himbo choices in yes. the Final Fantasy Oh, yeah.
1: yeah so who's who's your favorite Final Fantasy himbo? Let us know. Go to com and answer into the comments for episode 463. Alternately, you can visit us at the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread that there. Extra can answer- points
0: for graphic pictures of you doing things to this right. himbo. Oh,
1: and only if it's in the form of a pillow, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, or or you can uh, ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will read the best answers on next week's show. But since it's a, an audio medium, we won't be able to relate uh, the the pictures at all. If you decide to include any, yeah, please, but you know don't. how we do this. But if you we'll add a
0: picture, them. you're gonna get you're gonna get your selection picked for mm-hmm. real
1: mm-hmm. by Chris, who will go through yes. the answers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, anyway that has been our show let's go with some plugs Brendan once again where can people find you well the
3: easiest place to find me is on twitter at Brendan underscore LH you can find uh, all links to all the stuff that I write and the videos I make um, I, and also uh, a link to my itch.io page because I also make games and my, my print and play board game is available now ooh, and I have ooh. a dungeon crawler in development guys I do too much stuff I need yeah, to yeah, see you get a lot of jobs
4: got a lot of jobs
0: <laughs> uh oh uh uh 30 20, 10 this week um we're talking about stuff that i can't remember off the top of my head um godfather's 50 how about that uh sorority boys why is that the one i remember good question or, uh, <laughs> is that also 50 <laughs> oh shakes <Shakespeare's> the clown yeah <laughs> Shakes the Clown is thirty. Uh oh, Hunger Games is ten years old. Like so What? Yeah, wow. I think wow. a lot of people's shorthand for what the kids are doing is now a decade old. Mm-hmm. Uh I had to yeah. confront that too, so don't feel bad. Uh and then uh there's a bonus episode of Matt and I talking about Universal Studios in Russia. Yay. We should have the thirty twenty ten feedback episode up from February, and uh we're gonna have multiple laser time Oscar episodes, hopefully, up in time for the Oscars. That's been a lot of work so i'm very tired and elden ring oh my god oh my god i don't think i have played a game for 16 hours straight in a long time it was a good weekend wow good weekend all my friends are texting me like are we fighting like (laughs) no i just like didn't answer the phone i was busy uh leave me alone (laughs) let me play the ring
1: it's just text back we are now Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, interrupting my elden ring time
0: yeah very angry.
1: Back off, Mom. I'm playing Elden Ring. Put that poster yeah. on your, your the door of your
0: room. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then then a skeleton jumps out from behind a corner and stabs me. <laughs> yeah. It's the Fromsoft mascot. Yeah. Should have back jump, Mom. Angry skeleton. <laughs> uh yeah. Patreon.com slash laser time, all that stuff.
4: Matt? That's it, Patreon.com okay. slash Laser Time
0: or MattyCAllen
4: C Allen on Twitter, M-A-T-T-Y-C-A-L-L-E-N.
0: Y C A L L E N. I do, I don't know how we don't do a Elden Ring guide episode. I mean, that is the, the only problem is problem. the like, longest ever.
1: It's it's a spoiler cast, but there's no like, what story do we talk about? <laughs>
3: like, yeah, you, everyone says their little sliver of the spoilers, uh-huh. and everyone goes,
1: "Wow, I didn't know you could do that." Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. that's and that's what's been so
4: great about having. I think I think that is actually gold for a show. So that's that's yes. exactly why that's we should. Really, do that's Whenever a really we smart. talk yeah, about
0: yeah. Elden Ring, we sound like people in like a nineteen ninety ninety one cartoon talking about a fake video game. Mm. It's <laughs> finally real. We all have different experiences. <laughs> I slayed the dragon and I got a sword. Well, <laughs> I laid waste to the merman and I got a wand. Like oh it's so wonderful like we all have separate stories of things we've done in different ways we've done shit and
3: yeah well I summoned a copy of myself to fight the dragon that spews lava so dude the
0: mimic is
4: the most <laughs> overpowered ash summon and I love it gotta do that yeah. next it also takes away your health, not your magic. It's so good. I had
0: to reveal I don't know how to use Ash Summons and, again, got sort of reprimanded Oof. by Michael Oof. and Matt. Like, <laughs> Some folks <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> like
3: completely skipped that NPC oh to get God. the bell and didn't
1: realize you could oh, buy
0: it. Oh, I got the it. bell. I just, sorry, I meant like the uh, uh, weapons ashes. And oh, shit. yeah. Right, right, yeah. right.
1: I, I'm only recently discovering that myself, and it's because I found out a couple of them were like, I saw people on Twitter saying like, oh, man, this is so OP, it practically breaks the game. I was like, I want that. I'm going to start
4: using that. Yeah. Yeah. I refuse to use those because I have to have keen katana and and they take away the keenness from my katana. I can't do that. Can't oh, have that. I,
3: I I wasn't using them for a while and then I found some really good heavy affinity ones for my strength build. So now I'm like I'm two I'm dual wielding great swords cuz I'm a monster. Yeah,
4: I dual wield katanas right now with I basically just Cause bleed damage everywhere I go.
0: Yeah. I yeah. never wanted to keep recording longer um, than yes. I ever have. Yeah.
4: Right. Run, I, spoiler cast. We got to do yeah. it anyway. Running around with a twin blade
1: oh. in my right hand and a Moonvale katana in my left. It's
4: great. Hell yeah, Moonvale. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, anyway, as always, you can visit us online at videogameapocalypse on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, uh, where you can also follow me personally at WikiPara's. That's W I K I P A R A Z. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.